Hello, and welcome to Cinebraskans, the daily Nebraskan entertainment podcast. As always, I'm your host, Kyle Cruz, joined by my co-host. Hello, everybody. My name is David Berman. I am the Daily Nebraskans assistant news editor as of this moment. Um, Definitely make sure to look at all of the news that we are putting out on a daily basis. And I also do this cool, fun movie podcast with some cool, fun movie boys. As well as... Um, I'm Mia Everding. I almost just forgot my name, I'll be honest. (laughs) Um, I'm a grad student and a co-host of this podcast, and that's all I do. Yeah, uh, and... Oddly enough, we have four people here today. It's it's uh it's it's quite the quite the change up. Today we're we're joined by Mark Champion. How's it going, everybody? I'm the senior culture editor here at the DN. I've been editing Kyle's movie reviews for years now, and uh, ever since I started, I've wanted to be on this podcast, and so it's really quite amazing to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining. Yeah, <laughs> it's been quite a journey. Yeah, ever since Entertainment Optional, through Cinebraskans, logo changes, yeah, post, learning post changes, how to posting it, yeah. post it, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Mark's Mark's my boss, <laughs> so. <laughs> so he said, "Can I be on this podcast?" And Kyle was like, "Yeah, yeah." yeah. It was yeah, more much. like Kyle let me on, or you're fired. Yeah, yeah, that's how it went. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> As I already said, I'm Kyle Cruz, mainly just... Also, wait, for the record, I've been all of your bosses. This all is true. All of yours boss. Correct. At one point or another. And now... So this is my podcast. I am your colleague. So I, I look down at these two these two heathens. No, yeah, go. Dave, aren't you technically my boss kind of now? Not, not now. And I, I never will be because you won't, you won't be here next year. So That's fair. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I, I will never be above you. Yeah, Cra- we can be equals. So. Crazy yeah. dynamics going on. Right <laughs> yeah, now. it's wild. Um, but yeah, I'm Kyle Cruz. Mainly just host this podcast, write some movie reviews, and do some other just random things here and there. Um, but yeah, with that said, we'll just jump into our first segment of the week, which is what have I done? What have I done? What have I done? What And what have I done is a segment where we just talk about whatever movies or TV or whatever form of entertainment we've been indulging in in the past week or so and just like what, what we thought about it um so we usually start with dave but actually let's start with dave so that mark can get an idea of <laughs> yeah. what we're doing yeah, rather than just throwing mark into it <laughs> mark um, just tell I've, us I've tell us what you've done just tell us <laughs> uh, i woke up at noon today that's what we do we recap yes. everything yeah. we've ever done yes. in the past yes. past week day yeah. by well, day yeah i was i was born in march 29th crazy <laughs> Um, I don't remember much after that. And now you're here. Now I'm here. (laughs) Wow. But yeah, uh, Dave, what have you been up to? Yeah, so this past weekend, I was home uh, in the grand old metropolis of uh, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And um, speaking of metropolis, metropoli, I guess, (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, I was just hanging out with my parents. Um, I had to do some work, and we just wanted to throw something on that. I've seen before, but like I could just kind of watch while doing other things. And so we decided to watch 1978's uh, Superman movie um, starring Christopher Reeve. Um, yeah, I, I'd seen it before. It's definitely a throwback to a different era of, of superhero films. It's very, very cheesy, very earnest. Um, special effects are bad, but I think actually like pretty good for a 1978 super, Superman movie. Um, you know, I think... It's it's pretty good. I kind of enjoyed it more than I expected to. It's real long. It's so it's so long. It's like 
it's two hours and 20 minutes, but it feels like three because I, I think like the beginning's really great and the ending sequence is good, but in the middle, it's just flying around and there's like a 15 minute long sequence of Superman <laughs> and Lois uh, just kind of flying around and some John Williams music is playing and so, you, you hear like Lois's like thoughts and she's like, does Superman know what he does to me when when we like th- does he know how he makes me feel and like it's just like you, you just hear her internal monologue for like ten minutes and it's just like can we stop please can we not do can this? we not do this but I think Christopher Reeve is like a legitimately great Superman um, he's just classic Boy Scout Superman um, and yeah it's fun I, uh, Gene Hackman yeah yeah Gene Hackman is Lex Luthor and he's great. Um, so yeah, it's good. Like I think it's very, very dated, but I think there are a lot of really good moments in it. Yeah, uh, I was a big fan of just like all four of the Christopher Reeve Superman movies when I was a kid. Had like a DVD box set that I was just kind of like cycling through all the time. Um, but I went back and revisited uh, 1978 Superman in high school. Um, I don't know, I was probably like a sophomore or junior in high school or something. And I didn't like it. I, I don't know what it was about it. It's It's been a while since I, because I haven't watched it since then. Um, but I don't know what it was about it. It just like didn't work for me. I just thought it was kind of boring and just kind of didn't really do much. And there was a lot of just like aimlessly flying around. (laughs) Um, but admittedly that was in high school in which I was big into like just big action movies with lots of excitement. Um, so I'm sure if I revisited it now, I would have a different experience. Um, but Mia and or Mark, have you seen 1978 Superman and what are your thoughts? I have not. That's surprising. I have not either, but did you say it was John Williams did the soundtrack? Yes. That's surprising. Yeah, John Williams did the score, and it's, like, really good. I would say it's, like, a top five John Williams score. What? Wow. Iconic. Can you sing the theme? Yeah, that's it. I didn't think you were actually going to do that. I was so happy. Wow, that was amazing. Okay. That was a good moment. Yeah, it's real good. That score is definitely. Um, so yeah, I think I have that score on vinyl. I might. Pretty sure Damn. I do. Wouldn't wow. surprise me. Cool. Yeah, yeah. We can check when we get to my house later. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Beautiful. Um, I also watched Falcon and the Winter Soldier. If we want to briefly talk about this, I've, uh, have you been watching Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Mark? I have not. Um, I. Uh, Are you a Marvel fan? Yeah, I have that on my things to talk about. So. Nice. Cool, cool. Um, we will talk about it without any spoilers. So, do you, you usually do spoilers? Because I can. If, we, if my we've all seen, <laughs> I'll say if we've all seen it, yeah. But like, we don't have to. Yeah. It's, okay. It's, it's not totally fine. We, feel free to like push Loman a, a little bit. I don't really care okay, that cool, much because cool. it's not like over yet, right? No. Yeah, we're okay. four episodes into it, and there's a total of six. Sad. So, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Spill the beans. How is it? It's real good. I. This was like the best episode so far. Um. I think the first three were were good. I liked them. I think it was a lot of setup, and this was very much starting the payoff. Um, I don't think it necessarily went in any directions that I was like shocked about. The person who I was like, this guy's going to be bad, he's bad. It turns out he's real bad. <laughs> yeah. He's just a real bad dude. Um, well, but he's nuanced. He's a pretty bad dude, though. <laughs> I Okay. So just... I feel like we can mention who we're talking about because yes. I feel like it's it's pretty clear upon him first being introduced. Uh, so we're talking about a character called John Walker, who is like the new Captain America. 
um like i guess okay to... i think i saw like a trailer or something where okay. he had the shield and that's yeah. really confused um, yes so yeah he's a he's just a new character that's been introduced and he's been given the shield and turns out he's not a great guy he's okay he's just a terrible man yeah, yeah. um and maybe a murderer. I will. <laughs> I will agree with Mia that he is pretty nuanced. Like he's I think definitely he is, yeah. in the wrong. But I think that the way they set up his character is in a way that like you can understand like the jumps he makes, even though you disagree with them. Right. Like I think he. I think mm. deep down, I think his heart is in the right place. Yeah. But he gets just very emotional and worked up. I. I think I agree with that. I think. Maybe different than a villain like, um, my uh, like Killmonger or Thanos, where it's like you are, like I understand why you're like, I understand why they are justifying their actions in the way that they are. I feel like that's not necessarily the case here. Mm-hmm. It's more like his general motivations. Like he wants to be, he wants to be the best Captain America he can be. He kind of is in the shadow of what Captain America should be. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think pretty much all the things he does are pretty indefensible in every way and there's not where i'm there's not a moment where i'm like i can see why he did that it's more just like bad don't do that (laughs) bad captain bad captain america um yeah it's really good i am having a very good time with it um and yeah yeah i'll agree with uh uh, your sentiment that it's definitely like getting in the payoff of the show now like the first three episodes were definitely like setting up what was to come and now that it feels like we're getting into the meat of the show now in these last two episodes. I assume we're going to be pretty intense. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm enjoying it. Do you have any thoughts, Mia? Yes. Um, I think, so I'm watching it with my boyfriend and we both have been busy, which means that we're pushing it further and further back into the week that we're actually getting to watch it. So we watched like the third episode, like right before the fourth one came out. And then we didn't even see the fourth one until like days later. And so it's like killing me because I keep seeing like spoilers on TikTok and my cousin's saying me, sending me things, <laughs> Davis sending me TikToks. I would never. You have. <laughs> have. You consistently have. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Without any warning. So if if there's anything like in the caption, I'll just like swipe past because I'm terrified. Caption America. Oh, oh God. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't have set that up. It's very bad. Very, very bad. Boo. You're so like instant with that. Yeah. You're just on, on it. Um, quick. Quick witted. Yeah. I will um, say... Uh, just really briefly that like the last shot of of this fourth episode is i think instantly like an iconic mcu moment like it's i like was shaking yeah it's I, intense. It, it was intense the entire like last sequence i was just like like when it was done i was i, I literally went i was like whoa <laughs> i was just like jeez yeah i'm like genuinely shocked that like not that i mean yes the situation but that particular shot i'm surprised mm. that that is in a disney property like it's just so dark and so like yeah it's just it's a lot um and not something you would expect to be on original disney plus show um but yet it is and it makes me really happy that it is Mm -hmm. um yeah i guess moving on from there uh mia what have you been up to uh well i can't stop thinking about this so i could say also falcon and winter soldier thoughts because i have many thoughts about sebastian well about um bucky's character Mm -hmm. development that we're seeing which i'm very excited about love the like pdsd and like stuff we're working through in therapy and i think that's very important to his character because that's always kind of been on the back burner Mm -hmm. in every movie that he's been in and i think it's really important that we're actually like focusing on that but 
I have also been in another section of the MCU. Um, I am like halfway through Ant-Man just because I like it. Um, I have a bone to pick though, because I really don't like the um, Darren Cross. I don't like the bad guy character in this. Yeah, he's pretty generic. It's just, yeah, it's, and it's frustrating because like, it's such an impressive movie. I think overall, like I love the humor and I think the casting is like incredible but not just like the writing of of his character it's kind of frustrating yeah i agree he's kind of just like a a carbon copy of ant-man like the exact same powers and everything except this guy's an evil businessman he's mad and you can tell by his voice and his smile yeah that's it and it it kind of feels like because we talked about last week that Corey stole uh i talked about him in house of cards and how he was really good in that um and it feels like he just isn't given anything to work with in Mm -hmm. the in the role in ant-man yeah um so yeah also i think i was wrong because i said he was in an education that's peter sarsgaard and I wanted to that kick myself a in the head. Man. I know. A very different man. <laughs> However, you were like, oh, yeah, it's that guy. And I like I had it cemented that. in my brain that it was the same guy. So I looked it up and they look very similar. Do they? I think they. I reckon. I literally found. Like uh, they're definitely, they definitely look different. But they, like. They're just like white men who you're like, hmm, I could trust you or oh, you could okay. kill me. Yeah, I can. I mean, they're both bald. So like, they're I both, guess. but it's the eyes. They have like deceptively kind eyes. I would say Rami Malek and uh, Richard Madden look more no, like okay. Rami Malek and Richard Madden do not look alike. Look David, at, we have been over this. This no. photo, yeah, kind eyes, bald. This is really good for podcast. Content. It really yeah. is. Okay, don't mind the beard. Wait, I'm with you. I'm right? with you. I think that's the same person. I think person. if they both weren't bald, we wouldn't be talking about this. I feel like they both have very strong chins. Too. They have strong chins. They're white. They have creepy eyes. They have blue eyes. They have blue eyes. Oh, I, I think I will also hop on this train. <laughs> hey, no. you're wrong, Dave. Okay. Thank you, Mark but and both, Kyle. I think it, it, they just look like people at different stages of their life. That's bit, fair. You know? Yeah. Or like like one person. They could play the same character at like 32 and 37. <laughs> there you go. That's it. That's what I mean. Yeah. The, yeah. I, okay, I, well, he has hair now. I feel like... You can shave it. I feel like Corey Stoll looks like Peter Sarsgaard like, as he's like more stressed. I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah, wait, that's a good point. Yeah. Like if he was like very Corey stressed Stoll and angry and he's in his late 30s and he's like, I hate life. Huh. Yes. Yes. Did we just also, write a movie? I think we did. <laughs> <laughs> this, is what a, this is what movies are. <laughs> that's, those are all my thoughts. <laughs> I don't have any other noteworthy things to say yeah. so move on <laughs> all right mark what have you been up to okay so yeah i've uh also been on a bit of a marvel kick which is funny that we've all kind of been on that because i think that's exactly what they wanted from us yes you know? <laughs> they're listening <laughs> disney plus you know they're making these new shows they're like you gotta do it um but uh my girlfriend and i w- watched wandavision the other day also, for the record, my girlfriend is Haley Elder, and she is the boss of all of us. This is true. Um, so this is true. The the highest ranking officer. Um, so we watched WandaVision, but Haley hasn't seen any of the other Marvel movies. Like, nothing. What? Isn't that so Ooh. crazy? Imagine, imagine starting with WandaVision. Yeah, I, that that's is... the other thing. I tried to, to, to Let's not. Let's go get her and get her perspective. <laughs> it honestly was really interesting, though, because she took it for, like, the emotional story that it was and like she i think she gathered most of what it was trying to say Hmm. 
um, which for the record, I thought WandaVision was really incredible. Um, I love that Marvel is doing like creative um, outside of the action box storytelling. <laughs> um, but yeah, so now we're going back. We finished WandaVision. Now we're going back and watching the rest of them kind of, but not in order. Just kind of, I, feel like, I feel like watching this one today. Yeah, yeah. No. So we watched Iron Man, and Haley didn't really like it because it's like not super exciting. You know, it's like a little bit grittier, a little bit more like based in real life. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think at least. Yeah. Um, but then we watched uh, Age of Ultron. What? <laughs> <laughs> that is yeah. such, that's quite the leap, isn't it? Yeah. I feel like Age of Ultron like builds into Wandavision. Yeah, because you get to like that's, see where that's those why. Start. Yeah. That's what we, that's what I was aiming for when I kind of structured this whole thing, um, but it was just like it was so dramatic. <laughs> that movie, they're like using holograms to like make synthetic robot humans, and it's like it's a lot to handle. Um, but yeah, so we've just been kind of going through those. We're on. Uh, we watched <laughs> just the normal Avengers after Age of so Ultron. So you watched Age of Ultron and then the first yep. Avengers. <laughs> Amazing. Because that makes sense. Yes. Um, and then we're on Captain America Civil War right now. Oh, my. This is, like, hurting. <laughs> this is, like, pushing my nail beds back into my fingers. Bring like, it up with Haley. She's, she's in charge. It's it's literally on Disney+. Plus. It's, like, set up. It I says know, view yeah. in chronological order. <laughs> it's set up so that it makes sense for you. Yeah. I'm fine. Um, but, yeah, we're... We're we're in uh, highlight reel mode, I guess. Nice. <laughs> uh, what would you say are some of your favorite MCU movies, Mark? That's a good question, um, and one that I haven't really thought about a whole lot. I think before WandaVision, I was on. I kind of interpreted the MCU as like a one-off, like hit factory. You know, mm-hmm. like they just churned out these movies, and people would go see them because they were like big and bright and flashy. But after watching WandaVision and going back now, I think there's a lot more to unpack. Or maybe I'm just, like, reading into it more because it's my second time. Um, but I, I, I do like Civil War a lot because um, I feel like it's one of the... I can't even remember the order, but I feel like it's one of the earliest parts where um, they started to realize, like, we can't do big alien enemies anymore mm-hmm. and we got to think of like different more interesting stories mm. yeah to tell and so I, I really like the idea of like the avengers are um like out of control basically and some of them think that it's better that way and some of them think there should be like government intervention like that's kind of an interesting political topic i guess mm-hmm. and so it makes the fight scenes and stuff like way cooler yeah <laughs> to me um so I, that's one of my favorites. Uh, I'm trying to think of other ones. I like Guardians of the Galaxy a lot. Everybody likes that one, I know. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm a big uh, like sci-fi thing, I guess. And I really like imagining um, myself as Peter Quill, you know? I can see it. <laughs> because I, can see it. I think yeah. you're a pretty Peter Quill type, Mark. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Music. Um, <laughs> yeah, true, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can see you having, like, headphones in as you're, like, pun- as you're like in a fight. Yeah, yeah. 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 I can see it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Wow. I'm so glad I came on this podcast. <laughs> um, but, uh, 
yeah, I, I like the idea that he's just a human, but like his like ingenuity and scrappiness mm -hmm. like helps him out. Um, so yeah, off the top of my head, those are probably my two favorite. But yeah, at nice. this point, there's so many. Are you mm -hmm. and Haley planning on watching uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier? I I want to at least. I don't I don't haven't pitched it to her yet. I gotta be <laughs> careful. <laughs> if if you so Civil War sets up Falcon and the Winter Soldier pretty well because like Z, oh, okay. Zemo who's like the villain in yeah uh, he's in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Okay, I um, think I read that. But also I would say like before you jump into that, it's probably good to watch Infinity War and Endgame just to, like get caught yeah. up with like where the MCU yeah, is right that's now. True, yeah, um, but yeah. Um. So with Falcon and the Winter Soldier there like trying to get the shield back right Is it's that kind a little of, yeah, yeah somewhat um it's a long story. Okay, I'll just um, watch it. Then. But one thing that I think is a is a similarity between Falcon and Winter Soldier and WandaVision is that they're both kind of more in-depth character studies. Yeah. They both kind of like give these characters a lot more backstory to a lot more kind of like development and mm -hmm. so you kind of get an idea of who they are and like where they're at in life right now uh, which is something that like you get a bit of in the mcu movies but also like they're also big grand movies that yeah. have a lot to do and so by with these shows and by stretching them out into like six hours or however long it is like they have more time to kind of yeah see see what these characters are all about yeah um, i'm really excited about that as like a shift in the movie industry i mm -hmm. think that's cool yeah but like the mandalorian Kind of. Yeah. I didn't really like the Mandalorian very much, but you're wrong. <laughs> Get out of here. Uh, Are you a Star, out. Are you a Star Wars podcast? fan? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dang. That's surprising. That's cold. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's a whole different thing. But uh, I, I appreciated how it like built in the, on the yeah. universe <laughs> in an interesting way. Yeah. Um, so I have also been watching some Marvel stuff. Uh, I just watched Captain America: The Winter Soldier this past week um, wow. because uh, because of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I've been just kind of feeling that kind of Captain America E vibe and the Winter Soldier isn't introduced in the Winter Soldier, but like the, the modern interpretation of that character is and Falcons inter, inter, introduced in the show and the Captain America, the Winter Soldier happens to be my favorite MCU movie. So it was just kind of like a perfect oh, storm wow. for me rewatching this movie. Um, and yeah, it's great. Like it's, it's an intense political thriller that they got Robert Redford to be the villain of. Um, and it's just really interesting to see, captain america kind of adapt to like a modern life like he's still kind of getting in the hang of like being in the 21st century and just like seeing all of these advances in technology and like i love like his list at the beginning of the movie where it's just things people are recommending for him to to <laughs> like watch or listen to or whatever just to get caught up with culture um and yeah i think it's really great um, the like plot twist reveal with with the Winter Soldier, I think, is one of the best moments in the MCU period. Um, and yeah, I just think it's a really great movie all around. It's the first movie I saw in a theater more than once, um, oh. which it, so because of that, it holds a special place in my heart. <laughs> that might be the one. That might be my first movie I've, I saw in theaters more than once. I nice. Think. That was like the first Marvel movie I saw in theaters that I was like, I love this because the first one I saw in theaters I think was Iron Man three. And I was like, mm. eh. and then like, and then I think the next one was well, maybe not the next one. I but think it was, so. It was Iron Man three, then Thor: The Dark oh, World. Oh, I just definitely did not. I've never seen Thor: The Dark World. You so haven't seen? I've seen. I mean, it's yeah, not great. I've seen the. I've seen everything I need to see from that. Like I've seen the clips. Like yeah. I think I want to see it one day. Just but like it's not great. So like, I feel like it's not as bad as people it, say it is. I will agree. It's dark. 
Like it's just edited terribly. It's a solid like four out of ten, I would say, which for the MCU is really bad. Hoinky but... doinky. Yikes. <laughs> really I don't know doinky. why I said that. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. But like for the MCU's track record, a four out of ten's like not good. Yeah. Um yeah. and but yeah. I think the first MCU movie I saw in a theater was the first Avengers. I saw it like in theaters like four weeks after it came the out. The first MCU movie I saw was the first Avengers, I think. Like nice. some like my cousin just showed it to me and I was like I don't get this at all. I don't get it. I just I don't understand. But then I just like yeah, I, I went back and I watched everything else. So nice. Um, but yeah, I also watched uh, a movie called Stray, which Mark read my review. Mark read and edited my review for today. <laughs> um, and yeah, just really briefly, uh, it's a movie opening at the Ross this week, uh, and it's a documentary. It's only like an hour and fifteen minutes long, but it's literally just about stray dogs in Turkey. And like, there's no like narrative to the film. Like, there's no like overarching like voiceover like providing information there's no like interviews with people about this about like dogs in turkey they literally just follow some stray dogs around turkey for like two years from like 2017 to 2019 and just like see what their lives are like um and it was really interesting there uh again there's like not a lot said in the movie it's mainly just like an hour and 15 minutes of dogs running around um (laughs) but I thought it really worked. It was really interesting. Uh, it was a really interesting kind of like view of the modern world. Like it's a like I said in my review, like it's a it's a look at a, like a human world through a non-human perspective, um, which I thought was just really interesting. And it's only like an hour and fifteen minutes, so it's not a big commitment or anything. So if you if you're interested, check it out. Apparently, there's another very similar movie from a few years ago that's about cats, um, which. I haven't seen that movie, so I can't compare it to that. Uh, but Kent Wolgamont, who's the um, film critic for the Journal Star, I was talking to him, and he said it's very similar. So maybe they stole the idea from that. Maybe they didn't. I don't know. But I can't speak to that because I haven't seen the movie. Hmm. If yeah. you want to see a movie about stray cats, just watch the movie Cats. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yep. The perfect real depiction of... It's a documentary. Yes. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> All right. Um, so I guess from there, unless you guys have any other just general thoughts. I, I have one question yes. about Stray. I'm just curious. I do plan on seeing it just because the premise mm-hmm. sounds super cool. But how did they like structure a narrative out of like nothing, really? It, they kind of just like, again, just followed. There's not. Is there's there, very there? little narrative okay. to it. Um, they kind of just like follow the dogs around. Um, and they're very like hands off with anything. So like, yeah. they're just like the dogs, like just do what they're going to do. Um, and then it's through like following these dogs, you see that they often go to the same places and interact with the same oh, people okay. and the same, like different other dogs. Um, and so you kind of see like the oh. relationships they have to the things around them. Um, and so that kind of creates an interesting narrative. It's That's all like cool. very subtle and very light. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, as a whole, it, it's, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Do they cool. just, put cameras onto dogs um they do so for like one or two shots um like there's one shot like, where like a dog is like running like somewhere and it just like i assume they just had like had a gopro on its really? back or something <laughs> um but most of it they i assume they're just literally following them around like with a camera um and just filming them um because cool. it's all i think it's almost all handheld camera so interesting but yeah do, do we wow. know if maybe it was a dog filming it <laughs> yes <laughs> yes it was directed by dog yes <laughs> dog dog the dog all right so uh jumping into our movie news for the week uh and as we told mark ahead of so mark isn't 
actively following movie news in the way that we all do um the, or at least the three of us um so we i assume some of this we'll just kind of explain to mark as we usually explain to the audience anyway um thanks but yeah um <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah as usual we'll start out with some comic book news uh so shazam fury of the gods uh it's the sequel to shazam from 2019 uh, have you seen Shazam, Mark? You seen Shazam? I have. Yeah. I have not. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's pretty good. It's a DC movie. It's basically like Big meets Superman. Like, I think I edited your review of it, so I have a light sense. understanding. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's a very like MCU type DC movie. So yeah. Like, if you like Marvel, I, I feel like. And you don't really need to know anything about mm-hmm. anything else yeah. in the DC yeah. universe. So, like, I think you would probably yeah. just enjoy it. I think DC is at least. DC movies over the past few years are really good for just sitting down and watching one like because they're Mm -hmm. not nearly as interconnected as Marvel movies are Um, but anyway Shazam Fury of the Gods uh, sequel coming out in 2023 I believe has cast Lucy Liu as as a villain character Um, I don't have a lot to say about this I think Lucy Liu is a great actress um they did announce like what the name of her villain character but it was just some generic very Greek name um like I don't remember it off the top of my head. She's probably one of the gods. Probably. Yeah. One of the gods that is mm, furious, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, we talked a few weeks ago about how they had added Helen Mirren to the cast, also as a villain. Um, so, yeah, this is just very exciting. It's always a good idea to add talent. So, yeah, gets a big thumbs up for me. Any of you guys have any thoughts? Not really. This sounds good. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so She-Hulk, which is another Marvel Disney Plus series that's coming up, I believe, next year, um, has cast uh, Renee Elise Goldsberry, um, who most people will know as, uh, I believe she's Angelica? Angelica. Yes. yes. Correct. Angelica. Eliza. And Peggy. <laughs> Correct. Okay. Yes. I was in um, the process of googling her but i guess i didn't need to <laughs> yeah so she's uh angelica in hamilton um and so yeah she's been cast as a wow. as as a lead role in the she hulk series uh, she's not playing she hulk she hulk is played by tatiana maslani um who is from some popular show from the past few years i don't remember yeah, what show i know i, I haven't seen her in anything um but yeah so kind of like the lucy Lou situation it's always a good idea to add talent it's good to see people from Hamilton getting big name work like this. That's pretty cool. Um, I'm just really curious to see what the She-Hulk series is like um, to uh, paint the picture for Mark a bit. Like, so the She-Hulk series, um, I guess the character of She-Hulk is like a cousin of the Hulk and like she gets a blood transfusion or something. Oh. And so she kind of like gets also Hulk powers, but also she's a lawyer. It um, <laughs> isn't like she's, she doesn't transform. Yeah, I think she's like always in her like Hulk form. Yeah. So she's kind of like no. smart Hulk, smart Hulk in like Endgame, where like they're just kind of like that like, way. I, like Tell not me. gigantic, but like oh. a pretty big and strong green person. Yeah. Is like is she green life. though? Is yes. she pulling up to the courthouse like that? Yeah. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. I am so in. Yeah. Uh, so this is a series that I, I think it actually just started filming like nice. within the past couple of days. Wow. Um, so yeah, this is happening. Uh, as we already said, Tatiana, Tatiana Maslany is playing She-Hulk. Mark Ruffalo is coming back as the Hulk. Um, uh, Eli Roth, who was the villain in the incredible Hulk from like 2008, um, oh. back when Edward Norton was the Hulk. Uh, yeah. Tim Roth was the villain and that, did I say Eli Roth? Yes. Okay. Eli Roth is a very different person. He's a very violent <laughs> oh. film director, um, <laughs> but Tim Roth is coming back as the abomination. Um, I feel like there was someone else they announced was coming back for this, but I don't remember who. 
That might be it. I don't know. Yeah. I think wow. that's it. I th- there have been like rumors that like Daredevil is going to be in it because lawyers. Yeah. But I don't know. That's kind of what I was wondering. That have you seen cool. Daredevil? I have, yeah. It's a great show. I was yeah. just talking about it last night, how good it is. Nice. Nice. I Well, I did trail off. I The first season I thought was really good, yeah. but I didn't really get into the next ones. Yeah. yeah I have. I never watched season three of Daredevil, but I watched the second season. That was also pretty good. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, moving on from there, uh, Blue Sky Studios, uh, which is an animation studio that's responsible for the likes of Ice Age and the Crew. I believe the Crudes. Maybe the Crudes is DreamWorks. I think the Crudes is DreamWorks. I feel like the, it could, it's yeah. that weird, terrible robots one where their mouths are like robots. hinged. Robots. Yes, robots was so good. <laughs> a weird, terrible robots one. Robot. It's called robots. <laughs> yes. Correct. Uh, so Blue Sky, they've done Ice Age, robots, uh, Rio, Horton Hears a Who, the Peanuts movie. Uh, Ferdinand the Bull, um, all those classics. Yeah. <laughs> um, just like pretty good, but like just really forgettable animation. Yeah, the Peanuts movie is pretty good. I don't know I, if you guys have seen the Peanuts movie. I have but not. It's very good. I love Ice Age animation. Like that holds a very special place in my heart. So I was never a big Ice Age boy. <laughs> Really? I, I liked uh, the squirrel who keeps on losing his nuts. Scrat. Yep. <laughs> I forgot his name, but that is definitely it. Yep. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. That's it. I was wow. kind of like I watched the Ice Age movies as a kid, but they didn't like stick around as I like got okay. older. My like, sister would like consistently like watch them when she was in college. Like she will still watch <laughs> them. <laughs> so. Um, but yeah, to turn this conversation a different direction, Blue Sky Studios has officially shut down. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Rest in peace. Yeah. Um, so to provide some context to this, Blue Sky was owned by 20th Century Fox. So when a few years ago when Disney purchased all of Fox's assets, they then became owners of uh, Blue Sky Studios. Disney already owned, obviously, Disney Animation and Pixar, and so they didn't need a third animation wow. studio. So they just shut it down. I, I, I think they're continuing the Ice Age franchise and like some of these IPs, and they're just folding them into disney animation like i think wow. they're making like an ice age disney plus show yeah um but think yeah about scrat yeah i think, I think, I think yeah. you're right mm-hmm. um i was worried that they were gonna euthanize it <laughs> <laughs> that they were gonna it's scrap just, it's disney plus scrat. it's a disney plus show just called like scrat is dead <laughs> we have killed him long live scrat scrat yes. is dead um but yeah so rest in peace blue sky studios um any other thoughts on that you will kind of be missed but not really Yep. Did yeah. you say Disney bought them? Yeah. Right? Is there anything Disney doesn't own? <sighs> Nothing. Disney owns this podcast. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, you guys are like, Mark, no, you can't you can't talk about that. You can't talk bad about Disney. Yeah, Disney He's at the door. Us. Mickey Mouse is right behind me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, moving on from there, John Krasinski, uh, who most people know as Jim from The Office, but then also uh, writer and director of... Quiet Place. The Quiet Place. He was also starred in that and also the second one. Um, but his next film, uh, which currently does not have a title, um, has been slated for November of 2023, and it will co-star Krasinski and Ryan Reynolds, uh, which I think is quite the pair. Uh, <laughs> apparently, this movie it follows a man who can see and talk to other people's imaginary friends, and then he has to... like basically defeat all of the evil ones and they become evil when they're forgotten about um which i just think is a a wild concept weird premise it sounds very weird and i want to know is john krasinski or ryan reynolds the man that's like hunting down imaginary friends i would assume it's ryan reynolds but also i could imagine ryan reynolds being an imaginary friend so do we Mm. i think it's john krasinski i think john krasinski is the friend 
Yeah. No, well, is the imaginary no, I think he's friend the hunter? Yeah. I, I would, think he's I the friend. Think Ryan Reynolds is the imaginary friend to John Krasinski's like main character. Yes. No. I like... See, I think that's too predictable. I'm <laughs> saying the other way. Uh, maybe one. I... Of, maybe one of them's the villain. Maybe, maybe maybe Ryan Reynolds is like an evil imaginary friend. I could see him doing that. I could see him. Maybe he's like both the good and the evil one. Like, yes. Maybe every imaginary friend looks like Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> I really want that now. That would be amazing. That'd be great. He's killing different Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> I would like that. But yeah, uh, I think this movie sounds pretty interesting. Um, Again, no title or anything for it. It's just kind of an, a concept right now. But I think it sounds fun, so I'm I'm on board for this. Um, yeah, assuming no one else has any thoughts to add. <laughs> Correct. Cool. Uh, moving on from there, uh, this is something that Dave's going to be interested in. We're getting a new Star Trek movie uh, coming out in 2023. Oh, yeah. Um, Dave's our resident Star Trek boy, so I'll, I'll pass this off to him. Um. So, yeah, it's... It's another one. Um, they haven't said which one it is because there have been, I believe it's like a thousand. They have uh, exactly announced, a yes, thousand. They've announced a thousand new Star Trek movies <laughs> in the last like year or so. One was by Quentin Tarantino and then I think anymore. that one got canceled. Yeah, like that one's done. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Quentin Car- Tarantino was like, I want to write a Star Trek movie. So then they hired him to write a Star Trek movie and, and now it's it, not happening. Now it's not oh, didn't he didn't he only have like ten films this slated for him? Yeah. Yes, and like that would have been the tenth one. Really? And I think like I think feel like that'd be a weird way for him to end. Yeah, it's I like agree. a Star Trek movie. That would have and sucked. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um and there's one like Noah Holly? I think I think so. Yes, because there's the senator. That's Josh Holly. Josh Holly. I think I don't. Know. I think Noah Holly is the guy who was going to direct one of them. I think that one's not happening. And then there's the one that we talked about a few weeks ago, where like the one of the writers of Star Trek Discovery is doing it. Yeah. And then there's this one, and I don't know if it's the same one. We don't know if it's like a sequel to. Chris Pine ones. We don't know if it's something different. I assume it's one of the ones they've already announced. Probably, but they should probably clarify that. They should. Maybe they 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 just don't know. They're like, (laughs) we'll probably get one of them out in two years. (laughs) Like something will be done. We promise. Yeah, Um, yeah. It's summer twenty twenty three, I believe. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, the all the Star Trek TV shows on Paramount Plus are okay to bad. So like, (laughs) I, I, you know, I think Star Trek movies. I think Star Trek is at its best when it's just like TV shows, but there are also very good Star Trek movies. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, you guys, Mia and or Mark, have any... Uh, first of all, Mark, are you a Star Trek boy? No. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> have, uh, so do you care at all about this, or have you seen any Star Trek movies? Or? I, I haven't, but I'm curious. How many shows are there on Paramount Plus or whatever? There are three right now. There's like there's there's, there's Picard, Picard there's Discovery, Discovery, and there's an animated yeah. one. That's like okay. pretty much just like Star Trek Rick and Morty. I, I think that one's like pre- – I've only seen a few episodes, but it's pretty good. Um, And then there have been <laughs> – seven other shows it sounds something weird. like that something like that yeah um oh. and this is like stretching back to are, like the 60s yeah. there have been like five or six okay. shows other shows stretching back to the 60s and 13 movies i believe so yeah wow to put it in pres- not all those movies are in the same continuity no. they rebooted them in like 2009 yeah with J. have you J. seen Abrams. any of the chris pine ones no cool i think the first <laughs> one is pretty good second one is fine 
I think Star Trek Beyond is actually really good. I really enjoyed it. You think Star that's Trek. the best one? I think so. I think you're wrong. Well, <laughs> I think the first Star Trek is, I think, great. Like, I think yeah. it's really, really good. Yeah. So. I don't know. I think Star Trek Beyond is just a really good time. But I then, haven't seen that one in, since it came out, so I don't know. Yeah. I, I think I actually also have not seen it since it came out. I nice. think I have it on Blu-ray, but also cool. I haven't watched it since it came out. Very so <laughs> I just kind of have it. Um, yeah. Moving on from there. Uh, there's a... so. For Mark, there's a fifth Indiana Jones movie happening. <laughs> They've announced this movie like when the fourth one came out, and then it's been in That's development in some form or another. Uh, Steven Spielberg is not directing it. Uh, he was supposed to, but now he's just too busy. So they've gotten uh, James Mangold, who was the director of Logan, and he directed oh. uh, Ford vs. Ferrari a few years ago and Walk the Line like 15 years ago. He's just a very oh. good director. Yeah. Um, but So they've got him on board. So he's directing this fifth Indiana Jones with, in, with Harrison Ford coming back. No He's way. going to be like 80 by no the time way. they shoot this. He's going to be dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did they... We're not getting. I was going to say, <laughs> what do they do if if Harrison Ford dies while they're shooting this movie? But um, we don't need to get into CGI. that conversation. Yeah. 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 Um, but anyway, they have cast the female lead for the film, and they've cast Phoebe Waller-Bridge, uh, who's most well known for her work in Fleabag, correct? Correct. Uh, and then she was also the, the, the droid, droid in, in Solo. Yeah, she was the droid in Solo. Um, that was like uh, Donald Glover's Lando's droid, which. I thought she was pretty good in that. I think that's the only thing I've seen Phoebe Waller-Bridge in. I think in. that's the same. Um, but yeah, Mia, you've watched Fleabag, correct? Mm-hmm. So can you speak a bit to, to Phoebe Waller-Bridge as an actress? I know she's also a very uh, like involved writer. Like she's written, like she's a writer on a lot of things. Yeah. And so she's just generally being very successful in Hollywood right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Are you interested in seeing her in an Indiana Jones movie? You know, I feel like I... Hmm. I want to be positive about this, but I feel like she definitely doesn't fit the vibe of like an Indiana Jones unless it's like massively changed from the originals. And maybe it will be with a different director and a, a different who's the lead again? Harrison Ford. It still is. <laughs> yeah. I thought they'd done someone younger. Probably. I mean, they. I thought introduced, he was like gonna have a cameo. Um, yeah, they introduced uh, Shia LaBeouf ah. in the fourth one, but I don't think they were going to be bringing Shia LaBeouf okay. back. What, wasn't Chris Pratt supposed to do it? I know. Point? I think that was just a rumor. Yeah, oh, I don't it? think that was ever a thing. I know, yeah. exactly. I think everyone just said, he'd be really good for that. Oh, yeah. okay. he would. Yeah. 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 There was a lot of Photoshopped artwork going around. But. Gotcha. Sad. Do we think she's going to be his daughter, maybe? I think it would be hilarious if she was his daughter. He'd be like, "Oh, the first one didn't work out, so now we have this this yeah. other kid." <laughs> He's like, "I have my... this other secret kid." <laughs> yeah, Wait, is Shia LaBeouf his kid? Yeah, in in the fourth one. Okay, yeah, yeah that's what I. Think. And I, yeah, Shia wild. LaBeouf's not coming back. So. Yeah. <laughs> wild. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't. I feel like Fleabag is like her her child like it was a play and then it became a tv show and she's like a very skilled writer um i think she was like a co-writer of killing eve i think which i have never seen but i feel like i've heard really good things yeah like it's critically acclaimed um but i feel like she has just a very very like dry sense of humor and i mean it's like very british like fleabag is like set in england um and i just it's like worlds colliding and i just can't imagine how it's gonna be something that like makes sense i don't know i mean i think she's talented for sure but it's just like entirely a different premise so yeah, yeah i'm 
I'm curious to see how it turns out. I also kind of doubt this movie's actually going to happen just because they've been <laughs> saying that this movie's going to happen for like 15 years now. Yeah. So I think until cameras are rolling, I don't think this movie's happening. Um, but yeah, moving on from there, uh, Warner Brothers uh, has kind of laid out their release strategy for 2022. So Warner Brothers made headlines earlier this year when they announced that their entire 2021 slate was going to be available on HBO Max and in theaters the same day. Um, but next for next year, they have confirmed that they are abandoning that strategy. Mm-hmm. They are going theaters only for a 45-day period, and then after that, they will be available on HBO Max, um, which notably, mm-hmm. that 45-day period is about half of what uh, the in-theater theatrical run used to be pre-pandemic, oh, really? um, which granted, like at this point in time, with the massive blockbusters that we have, and there's always something new coming out, movies are going to make a vast majority of their box office run in that 45 days anyway. So it's not a big difference, Um, but it's just kind of an interesting thing. Um, But one thing that has come out about this uh, is that this strategy might actually bleed over into 2021 a little bit um, because there's reports going around that they're considering just applying this to Dune. Um, So Dune, which has been advertised as like HBO Max, same day and date. um, It's been one of the main movies they've been pushing with that. Legendary Pictures was very upset about this. Legendary also did Godzilla vs. Kong, and they were like threatened to sue Warner Brothers because they weren't consulted about like putting it to HBO Max or first. Yeah. Warner Brothers kind of just came out and dropped the announcement without consulting anybody, which was a strategy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there's a chance Dune gets released theaters exclusively. I believe it's set for November, um, or maybe it's October. I think it's October. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I just thought that was kind of interesting. Um, we don't have to continue talking about that. I just wanted to throw it out there. Do you cool. guys have any thoughts on that? No, I think that is really interesting. I think the whole COVID impact on the theater industry is like really fascinating. Mm-hmm. And it's the most interesting part, I guess, is that they said that they aren't going to do it after this. You mm-hmm. know, I thought that might have been something that would like stick around. But I'm I'm kind of glad that it's not, you know? Yeah. Because theaters will stay alive. Yeah, I think they're definitely, like, adjusting to some sort of middle ground by, like, shortening yeah. that theatrical window, but also still putting things up on HBO Max. Um, so, yeah, I think this I think this is a good strategy. Um, I think, as we've seen with the box office for Godzilla vs. Kong, so uh, mm-hmm. people are excited to go back to theaters. Um, Godzilla vs. Kong, uh, for context, is kind of like the first... For- Context. For context. Um, it's kind of the first like real box office success uh, in the pandemic era. Really? Um, it's been doing, I mean, it hasn't been doing the type of numbers it would have done pre-pandemic, but it's doing very well given well the circumstances. Yeah. Um, like I think it's already the highest grossing film of the year. Um, it's been out for like two weeks. Um, so yeah, that's exciting. Um, moving on from there. Uh, so in the long slew of Disney live-action remakes, uh, we've got Peter Pan and Wendy, <laughs> which I don't remember who's directing this. Uh, Dave's going to look it up real quick. Um, but Jude Law, a while back, was cast as Captain Hook for this movie, uh, and we got our first look at him uh, in costume. Granted, this isn't like an official look. This is uh, just a set photo that leaked online. Someone, I guess, zoomed in and took a picture of him while he was walking <laughs> across sets in his co- in his costume. And... He looks like Captain Hook. I mean, like, it's nothing too crazy. He's kind of, like, in red clothes and has black pants on and, and has a scraggly beard. And he has Jude Law. tan pants on. Okay, he has He has tan very pants high on. black boots. Okay. Um, 
But the reason I wanted to include this is because I've seen people online just like dunking on this, like just saying it's like the worst thing that they've ever seen. Like it's terrible costume design. And I'm like, it doesn't look that bad. Like it's, first of all, it's a bad picture. Like it's, it's not like an official release look at this. Like this is never what Disney intended us to see. This is just some guy probably sitting in his window of his apartment, just like shooting down at the set. Um, And secondly, like, what do you expect? Like, it's just a live action Captain Hook. Like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm just being too optimistic with this. <laughs> do you guys have any have any thoughts on this picture of Jude Law's Captain Hook? Um, he looks like Captain Hook. Ex- yeah. I don't know what like he looks kind of like. Yeah, it's an unofficial yeah, that's picture. It. Yeah. Okay. It looks like he's kind of like not even fully in costume. Yeah. yeah. It looks like Jude Law walking down the street, kind of <laughs> half in costume. So like, yeah, he looks kind of schlubby. Yeah. But it's fine. Like, it's Captain Hook. Yeah. I'm sure it's going to look a lot better once we get, like, an official look. I just don't care because a million Peter Pan things forever, and I don't want any of them, and they don't. They're all bad. So, like. (laughs) That's where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. Remember Pan? uh, Pan was god-awful. It was so bad. Did you you guys ever see Pan? I've seen clips. Okay. Don't watch it. Um, But there is. So, in Pan. There, it it is like kind of a musical, like but not like an like a full out musical. They don't like go all in on it. There's just like two or three musical numbers spread throughout the movie, because and they're he, all just like Hugh Jackman. Yeah, and Hugh Jackman oh, plays Hook, okay. and, or no, he doesn't play Hook. He plays like Blackbeard, and then yeah. like Hook is kind he of like an antihero type character. It's weird, but all of the musical numbers in the film are like contemporary songs, and so there's no joke. There is a moment in which like. Peter Pan like walks into like <laughs> Hook's cave and then Hook or not Hook, uh, Blackbeard, uh, and all of yeah Hugh Jackman <laughs> and all of his pirates just start singing "Smells Like Teen Spirit," like no joke. <laughs> what? It's insane. And I've sitting there. So this came out in like 2015, 2016. I'm sitting there in a theater, like my jaw dropped. Oh. I'm like, are they really doing this? And it's like the full song too. It's not like a snippet. <laughs> they just commit and go for it. And I'm like, what? Oh who who did this? Like, why did anyone think this was a good idea? Also, what does this do for a Peter Pan movie? Like, uh, I don't know. That's just kind of a tangent about... Have some, how... have some goddamn respect. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> um, Mia, I'm about to make you very excited for this movie because uh, the, the director is David Lowry, yes. who directed Ghost Story. Yes. Ghost Story. <sighs> I believe he and also. Pete's Dragon. Yeah, I was about to say he also directed Pete's Dragon. <laughs> Seriously? Which, yeah, which Pete's Dragon, the 2016 like live action Pete's Dragon, is genuinely like really good. I like I really enjoy and that. He's movie. doing the Green Knight, which is looks pretty good. Oh, I did know that. Oh boy, I hope this isn't terrible. That makes me very worried. So, Mark, for context, yeah. Mia loves a movie. This movie called A Ghost Story. She has a tattoo. Oh, literally have a tattoo it. of it. Um, Wait, does Becca have that tattoo? No. Is that a different? Ghost? I got mine. Before she did. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so Ghost Story is a good movie. Correct. Gotcha. <laughs> we haven't but, seen it. Yeah, David and I haven't seen yeah. it. Yeah, I haven't seen it. So we don't know. So it's just Mia. He also. Uh, wait, guys. why is what's so good about it? It's you, so good. It's like. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you have thirty seconds to. Sell oh my me gosh. It. Okay, it's like a beautiful exploration of grief and like pain and sadness and. Great. But it's about, like, finding the beauty in that and acknowledging, like, the worth that comes from, like, pain and grief. Like, 
it's hard to explain, but it's just like very meaningful. So Rooney Mara's husband gets killed in a car crash and like in the beginning of the movie. So the rest of it is just like her exploring her grief, moving out of this house that like she built with her not they didn't oh, build it but like yeah they built all these memories together now he's dead like he was a pretty uh, like a music okay. guy and she like listens to the music that he uh, had made i get sad okay. the song in it the song in it oh my goodness i will send it to you okay i like made myself only listen to it like on my birthday because it's so sacred to me like really? it is the most stunning song like whole soundtrack incredible (laughs) it's like has this incredible like string section it's like ghostly and it's just about how like time passes on and our memories will eventually fade but like people are important love is important like we leave ghosts behind and then they're like left behind when we move on and it's just like yeah it ruins me as a person also, Casey Affleck is the ghost, and he walks around with like a sheet over him. Oh, <laughs> literally, that's it. Like he's uh, he's in like a sheet. That just derailed me. <laughs> no, but it's good. It's very is good, it? and it's also shot on a specific like aspect ratio. So it's mm. it looks like it's like on an old TV, and it's like that aspect oh, ratio. Gotcha. So it's like a very specific oh, sort cool. of. It was left yeah. in that aspect ratio to prefer uh, to pre- 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 preserve. The, the creative vision of Zack Snyder. <laughs> Correct. That, that's a good joke, Kyle. Yeah, I'm, I'm proud of that. Um, yeah. Why did I? Okay. I just got signed out of all of my Google Docs. Uh-oh. Um, no podcast for you. <laughs> so the that's the director who's directing this Peter, Peter Pan. Pan and Wendy. Do you think Peter Pan will die and come back as a ghost? <laughs> no. With it's sheet. just a sheet. Yeah. That like, is so strange to me because... I don't know. Yeah. I think we... because I think because he did Pete's Dragon, it makes a little bit more sense. That's fair. Um, what yeah. if it's the same movie and it's it's the same movie as a ghost story and it's a ghost, but he has like Peter Pan green boots and just like the green hat is on top of the ghost. <laughs> well, don't like that it, with a like... white sheet and a pointy hat. That's not gonna but be it's a, a good yeah, green, that's it, not a good oh, it's oh, a yeah. green pointy hat, so it's <laughs> fine. On top don't of even worry sheet. about it. No. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> don't even worry about it. Also, David, I want to throw out there that David Lowry also directed uh, The Old Man and the Gun, uh, which has uh, uh, Robert Redford in it. Um, and it's just Robert Redford being an old guy, uh, and he's a bank robber. Uh, and he nice. falls in love and decides not to be a bank robber. But he's done too many bank robberies. Oh, no. Oh, no. And so he's on the run. Mm. Um, it's, it very, it's very good. Yeah. Oh, totally uh, I think it was Robert Redford's like last movie, because I think he retired. Um, well, I mean, Didn't if you, you if you count his very small role in Avengers Endgame, <laughs> technically that was his last movie. But The Old Man and the Gun is like his last movie in a starring role. Cool. Yeah, so that's um, pretty good. You forgot about Omniboat, a fast boat Fantasia where Robert Redford... Uh, Omniboat? Where, yeah. Is that a I love that. What is that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> where, Mark really pulling a fast one good. on us. Very good. You sold that well. I thought you, you legitimately knew that what that was. But yeah, uh, Robert Redford's last acting credit is Omniboat, a fast boat Fantasia, where he voices Lokia the dolphin monster. <laughs> okay. I'm going to have to find out what that is, though. That sounds awesome. Well, his last live action film <laughs> in a leading role was The Old Man and the Gun in 2018. You forgot about Buttons, a new musical film. <laughs> he voices the narrator. I, I also I'm have kidding. his IMDb pulled up, David. Um, I just want to make sure we are properly representing Robert Redford's last yeah. role. 
Um, so yeah, moving on from there, uh, Steven Spielberg's next film, uh, post uh, West Side Story, uh, is a film that is about Steven Spielberg's life. It's like roughly based on like his childhood and uh-huh. him growing up. Uh, we've been talking about this for the past few weeks because he's just been gradually casting people in this. Like he casts like Seth Rogen as his uncle, <laughs> and like I don't remember who else got cast in it. I want to do that. Somebody else was his mom? Yeah. I don't remember who. But this week uh, came the news that Paul Dano is going to be playing Steven Spielberg's father. Um, So, yeah, I think this is great. Steven Spielberg, obviously, is a great director. Paul Dano is an incredible actor. And so it's just a a good one-two punch. And I bet Steven Spielberg cast an actor who will play his dad well because he knows his dad. So that'll be good. It's exciting. I like Paul Dano. He's very cool. I think I've only seen him in uh, Swiss Army Man. Have you seen... um, I drink your milkshake. I drink it out. I hate that movie with a a passion. Uh, That is There Will Be Blood. I actually haven't seen There Will Be Blood. It Uh, scarred me. Yeah, I've heard it's that kind of movie. It makes me want to puke thinking about it. And again, I haven't seen it, but I've heard that Daniel Day-Lewis's performance in the lead is like one of the best performances of all time from what i've heard i hate it do you hate his performance or do you hate the content of the movie i hate daniel day lewis because of that performance what? like Get i've only seen him in that i think i think i've only seen him in no LinkedIn. and that and phantom thread so i just despise phantom him. thread is a bad movie <laughs> i feel good. very negative right now i'm so sorry there's a lot of negative energy coming out um but yeah, so this is cool, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, an ancient alien movie is in the works uh, for Legendary yes. Pictures, which we mentioned earlier. I don't know what the context <laughs> of this is. Apparently, it's coming from the creators and showrunners of Cobra Kai. Um, what? Yeah. Isn't that People... a YouTube thing? It was on YouTube Red, but now it's on Netflix. Oh, um, interesting. But yeah, it's like just, that's like just a Karate Kid show. Yeah. Apparently, it's pretty good if you're into Karate Kid. Um, but yeah, um, Apparently, so I'm, I've got the Hollywood Reporter report pulled up right now. Me too. It says, details of the project are being kept under wraps, but according to Legendary, the story will be a two-handed, globe-spanning adventure featuring ancient sites and artifacts, confronting the theories and questions raised behind the pop, raised by the popular docuseries. So is it just going to be like National Treasure, but what with aliens? aliens? Indiana Jones I 4. I love it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's going to be that. Um, so yeah, I guess this is a thing. I could not care less about this. <laughs> I, I remember watching Ancient Aliens a bit on the History Channel when I was a kid, being like, "Whoa, yeah, aliens built the pyramids." But well, yeah, the the thing about this, I was excited when I read this, and I didn't really think about it. But now that I'm thinking about it, it's it's stupid. Like the reason you <laughs> like Ancient Aliens is because that they pretend it's real. So you're like, okay, maybe I don't know. But if it's a movie, it's like, what's the plot even gonna be? Just like a generic sci-fi, I guess. Yeah. That's it. I don't know. <laughs> um, we'll see, I guess. Sony, uh, Sony Pictures is one of the the only like major film studios out there that doesn't have their own dedicated streaming service yet. So obviously, Warner Brothers has HBO Max, Disney has Disney Plus, Paramount has Paramount Plus. Um, I don't know what other studios are there. That's pretty much it. Yeah, they've all kind of just merged together into big companies What's Lionsgate under Discovery Lionsgate Plus? is I don't know 
I'm not sure. Through anyway, for a loop. Um, but Sony is one of the last ones without their own streaming service. And instead of making one of their own, which would cost a lot of money and barely get any subscribers because there's way too many streaming services at yeah. this point, they just struck a deal with Netflix. They're like, hey, Netflix, uh, I guess it's a, like a billion dollar deal. Um, and basically how this deal works is so Sony movies will play in theaters for their whatever window they have and then after that netflix will be able to have them on their service for 18 months uh and then after that sony can do whatever they want with it which yeah i think this makes sense like so that this means that basically for the foreseeable future and i think this is a billion dollars over four years and they could re-up that deal after afterwards but basically so like all the new Spider-Man movies because Spider-Man, it's oh, a long story yeah. with Spider-Man, but Spider-Man's technically a Sony production. So all the new Spider-Man movies, all like the Fast and Furious movies, um, just like all these big temple blockbusters are going to be streaming on Netflix um, exclusively after the theatrical run. So I think that's a big win for Netflix and I think it's a big win for Sony. Um, and so, yeah, I think this is good news all around. So does that mean, this is probably a very dumb question, does that mean like previous sony productions will be transferred over once their current deals lapse okay so like okay. if something's already if a sony movie's like already on disney plus as soon as that contract expires it will be available for netflix to pick up hmm. um but they're they're not gonna like cancel one contract and put it immediately right. on Netflix right. or anything but yeah what about spider-man are are the new the Marvel Spider Man? Yeah, the new ones are technically a Sony production because okay. the the TLDR of yeah. that whole situation is Sony and Marvel like struck a deal where they can both like basically share the character, and so all the individual like the standalone Spider Man movies are Sony productions with Marvel's like kind of creative assistance, and then when Spider Man shows up in like Avengers movies, those are Disney productions because Disney owns Marvel, oh. um, and then Sony. Has has some creative influence on what they do with the character there okay. so they're basically just kind of like spider-man's like a like a kid of divorced parents mm -hmm. yeah. like they're just kind of like yeah um or murdered parents <laughs> wait that was his uncle or something that's batman yeah. so <laughs> not well, quite well no so, or i guess what happened well, to spider-man's parents in the comics did, are they um, okay yeah. plane crash right well that was in the amazing spider-man I don't think that's like okay. a canon like thing. Canon. Yeah, is I there like canon. a specific canon I don't reason? Think there is. They're just kind of like not they, around. They, well, I think they're just dead. His uncle or whatever gets shot. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. Is that canon? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. So I don't know, but yeah, I think this is this is good news. Um, <laughs> moving on to some TV stuff. We only got one TV uh, bit of news, uh, and it's regarding the CW's Powerpuff Girls show, which we've been talking about for the past few weeks. So yeah, this this Powerpuff Girls show. CW, which obviously is most well known for taking, just like making teenage drama shows, uh, like they they've done Riverdale recently, which is like weird, dark teenage Archie, um, and now they're just doing the same thing with Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> they've done they've done it with Nancy Drew. It's yes, a Nancy they did. Drew show. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So they're doing it with Powerpuff Girls. The name of the show is called Powerpuff, and they released <laughs> the first like look at the at the Powerpuff Girls. And they just look like these actresses in in colored costumes. Yep. It just it's, looks like a like a cosplay kind of. Yeah, this is kind of what it is. It looks like something you would expect from the CW. So that's about all I had to say about it. You guys have any thoughts on Powerpuff? Mark, are you aware of like the general premise of the show? 
Uh, aren't they controlled by a monkey with a brain or something? I think that's one of their villains. Yeah, I think the monkey with the brain is a villain. And they've, like, cat... Like, I'm really curious to see what they do for, like, this monkey with his brain open. (laughs) Wait, that's true. Because, like, they've cast that character... They've cast that character. Mm -hmm. And so, like, do you think it's going to be, like... It'll be, like... a mocap monkey? Or is it going to be, like, a man? I think it'll be... Like Gorilla Grodd in the fr- in the Flash yeah. TV show, they, which is also from the CW. They have a CGI gorilla. They'll just thing. bring <laughs> the same exact like animation over and just like would not cut sh- off the top of his head and put a brain me. there. That would not shock me at yeah. all. But yeah, they're like in the live action version. They're basically going to be they're like adults now, and they're kind. Oh. They've been like disillusioned by the world, and yeah. they're all. They're probably all depressed and addicted to drugs, maybe? Probably. Yeah, we had a whole segment on this, we didn't did. we? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, we <laughs> were like, one of them's going to be addicted to drugs. One, one has a child. One has a child, prob- oh. probably. And one of them will have been like incredibly successful. And yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And the others will resent them. Yeah. Yes. And, and they're, they apparently, they're just like, we don't like to be superheroes anymore. But then they okay. have to be. Because there's a evil gorilla man with a brain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, that's the sh- and that's the show, yeah. pretty much. So. so this is a thing. What are what are like their powers? They I don't. They are remember. superheroes. Okay, gotcha. I really didn't watch the Powerpuff Girls I, much at all. I actually did. Um, nice. <laughs> I, I watched it on. I think it was on Boomerang. Uh, when Hell I was a yeah. Kid. Boomerang. Uh, Boomerang. Boomerang was the best. It was the best. Um, yeah, I think they just kind of fly around and punch people, and maybe they have other powers, but I don't really remember. I don't know. Yeah. Cool. Uh, maybe their powers are their colors. Well, there it could be their names because there's like Bubbles and Daisy and. Water? Daisy's just like throwing flowers. Yeah, that might be it. I don't even. Is know. Daisy played by Chloe Bennett? I don't know. No idea. That'd be funny. That would be funny. Yeah, uh, we got three three new trailers to talk about this week. We got Army of the Dead, Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard, and Ghostbusters Afterlife. Um, I think so. Starting with Army of the Dead. Army of the Dead is the the newest film directed by Zack Snyder. Uh, it's going directly to Netflix, and it's just a Zack Snyder zombie movie with Dave Bautista. And I actually, so apparently they released a teaser trailer for this a while back. I missed that. I don't know how I missed that, but I did. And so this new trailer is the first one I've seen. And I think I'm just a fan of Zack Snyder because I really dug this trailer. Like, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, it's way over the top. It's really silly. It just, it looks like a dumb action movie. But I'd be lying if I said I wasn't really entertained by it. So I'm on board with this. We've had a lot of discussions about Zack Snyder recently uh, with Zack Snyder's Justice League. We don't need to get back into that. Um, but yeah, I'm on board for this. I'm sure I'll watch it like once when it comes out and be like, yeah, it's pretty good. And then move on. So what are you guys' thoughts on the Army of the Dead trailer? It looks like a, a real big, silly Zack Snyder movie. Like It looks like there's some slow motion. There's like some lens flares. Um, there's just weird wild stuff that happens in it there's low dutch angles of characters um there's a there's like a there's a ragtag team that's kind of his thing maybe um yeah i when i first watched this i was like this looks bad but i've since watched it like two more times because my roommates wanted to watch it and then like we just watched right before this I think I'm excited for it now. Like, it looks just <laughs> like something that'll be really fun, even if it's bad. Um, there's a zombie tiger. Zombie yeah, tiger. Zombie tiger. I assume you do not like this, Mia. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> I am Shocked. so sick of zombies. I was so over the whole craze when uh, The Walking Dead started, and then there was like 10,000 zombie movies. Yeah. And it was secretly because I was deathly afraid. That's a 
terrible pun, but I was very, very afraid of zombies. Like, I would have nightmares consistently about zombies. They scared me. They scared the life out of me. Anyway, uh, I will continue. Got him. Um, I just, I'm so sick of zombies at this point. Also, it's zombies. Like, oh, we're going to make them smart. Like, just, they're just people. give it up. <laughs> like, it just, they're just people. I don't like know. To eat people. Like, also, just, I feel cannibals. like. just cannibals. Just cannibals. <laughs> just cannibals. It's yeah. fair. Yeah. yeah. And their skin That'd is falling off. scarier, actually. Just a bunch of cannibals. If Las Vegas <laughs> was taken over by cannibals. Yeah. Honestly, I agree. <laughs> I think that'd be pretty wild. Yeah, because. Also, it makes sense for Las Vegas. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about this trailer, Mark? I'm, I'm kind of with Mia. I, I think uh, I the premise is interesting to me. This was the first time I had seen the trailer. I was definitely led to believe it was a heist movie. And it's not. <laughs> it's a zombie uh, heist movie. It's a zombie, zombie heist. heist movie. Um, I think it's going to be stupid, but I think it knows it's stupid. And I think there's a lot more movies like that nowadays. Uh, and I, I appreciate that because it, it's like... We just got one big one with Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, I saw a clip. Godzilla like laughs in it. He has a big evil laugh, right? There's, Is that real? There's a moment <laughs> where like Godzilla knocks down Kong and he like smiles. And okay, it's like yeah. a single shot. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. But it's it's just like I feel like people are aware now that like action movies are getting to the point where they're gonna be so far over the top that you just need to own up to it and just kind of like turn off your brain a bit. Definitely, and, yeah. yeah. I would counter that if there's anybody who's going to make a zombie movie that he thinks is really saying something deep, it would be Zack Snyder. <laughs> You're probably oh. right. <laughs> um, but also, I'm still excited for it. So. Yeah. No, like, I'm definitely excited for it, and I think it will be dumb, but I think he'll be like, themes. Yeah. Imagine the zombie movie. How many how many Jesus hmm. themes do you think are going to oh, be in this movie? It, if there's Jesus Im- imagery in this, I'll just be very upset. So. <laughs> Zack Snyder puts Jesus imagery in like everything he does. Really? Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, moving on, Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. So the, this is a sequel to the Hitman's Bodyguard, which came out in like 2018, 2017, I think. Um, it's just kind of a generic action movie where Ryan Reynolds is a bodyguard and Samuel L. Jackson is a hitman. And Ryan Reynolds has to protect Samuel L. Jackson from something else i don't know i saw it when it came out i remember actually enjoying it like it was pretty fun um it wasn't like the best movie of the year by any means but like it was enjoyable enough and so i'm vaguely interested in the sequel um the trailer looked exactly like the kind of like action comedy that the first one was so i'm on board for this i'll probably see it once and then maybe they'll make another one and i'll see that once um (laughs) but yeah were you guys at all like into this trailer i i thought i pictured it the same as the last one it's like just goofy you know goofy and fun and exciting that's what i would say i have no thoughts on this to be yeah. honest i think it looks fine i assume mia has the same this is correct mia has yes. less than no thoughts yeah that's fair um and yeah ghostbusters afterlife there's just little little baby stay puff marshmallow men which seems exactly like what you would expect from a, a, a ghostbusters movie from 2020 well uh, 2020 but now 2021 because it was supposed to come out last summer um especially yeah. with paul rudd yeah like in a in an age where we have baby yodas and baby groots <laughs> and baby everything we've got baby stay puff marshmallow men <laughs> so now they can make they can make some some action figures out of them so much merchandise they can yeah. make 
I think they're actually going to do like Stay Puff Marshmallows because that's not like a real brand. Yeah. I, th- I think they're just going to make that happen now. They can like actually have marshmallows that look like Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. I think we have the technology to do that yeah. now. Do you guys want to bet? on how long it takes for them to make Stay Puffed Marshmallows. Like that's go- I, I think, think that's- it'll happen when the movie comes I out. Think, yeah. I think it'll be a promotional thing. Yeah. yeah. I- it's I gotta thought- be, it's gonna happen. I yeah. thought it was really interesting how they were just killing each other. <laughs> they were just like roasting each other over the fire. And to eat each other. Yeah. And like the ones who were being eaten were like, we're like cool. Okay with this. <laughs> they were yeah. 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 Like, like right. taking a nap. Maybe they're like, every- what they want to do is like be eaten. Like maybe like that's their, like maybe that's how like <laughs> they- there's a big evil ghost, and it's like, we're going to control people through these marshmallows. They're like, I'm a marshmallow. Eat me. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's what they do. Maybe. That's maybe Paul going to eat but a But it looked like they were about to eat each other. <laughs> well, I um, I feel like they're one collective spirit. So it's like when they eat each other, it's like, I'm just passing into this other being. Do you think maybe they eat each other, <laughs> and then they become a bigger marshmallow man as they eat each I other? Think Fair. Yeah. I think oh. they are just going to all, like merge into the giant state of marshmallow man again i think it's that's just gonna happen but it's yeah. like this one seems to be in a small town so it'll be like big marshmallow man in a small town now yeah stay puff marshmallow man versus kong <laughs> godzilla <laughs> listen what a crossover <laughs> godzilla Wait, would just literally like turn him into him. it <laughs> yeah yep oh i, I feel like big monkey though versus big marshmallow man Think fun. about punching a marshmallow. Because like his <laughs> arm, like you couldn't really through. do anything. Like it, your arm would go through. He could just get you all sticky, and so then like. Oh, I, I would give up after that. <laughs> <laughs> been, been watching a lot of SpongeBob lately, and I watched an episode where like it was the episode where like SpongeBob like he goes to the boating school, and the guy's like, "I'm gonna kick your butt," and then oh, yeah. like at the end of the episode, he like punches SpongeBob, and his fist just like disappears into the sponge, yeah. and like keeps bouncing out. It'd be like that, except with Kong and the Mar- Stay Puft yeah, Marshmallow Man. Yep. I think that would be very good. Yeah, That's a good metaphor. Um. But yeah, from there, we'll jump into our main topic for the week. And our main topic, because Mark's a big music boy, um, we wanted to talk about some of our favorite, and I put worst on here. We don't have to talk about the worst. Oh. Just generally, I mean, we can. Yeah. We can just talk about whatever. Um, but yeah, we're just going to talk about some of our some movies that incorporate music and such i don't know what's the best way to word this i'm I struggling think here movies about bands or musicians yes mm-hmm. yeah. um so yeah. the premise is music yes sure and um, mark Hamilton? mark do you want to explain your 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 music ties and what what you do with music in sure general? yeah i can do that um hi my name is mark champion <laughs> <laughs> whoa he just uh, got here <laughs> <laughs> um i play guitar in a band called uh farkles and a band called the Suede Futons. Um, I did not I, know about the second one. Yeah, the, that's that's a new one. We put that together like a few months ago, um, and obviously we couldn't. We haven't been able to play shows or anything. But um, I do that. I also uh, run an independent music venue slash media conglomerate called the Mez. Um, I don't do that by myself. I co-run it. And, uh, yeah, I've been around music for the last few years. Really love it. Cool. Music is cool. Yeah. Mark's in a band. <laughs> yeah. I'm so a, we're going to talk a, about One band. of those band guys. We're going to talk about band movies. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, we could probably just do this, like, 
kind of like a round robin, just kind of we'll each bring something up and then we can talk about it as a group. Um, Mark, since you're our guest, we'll start with you. What's what's one of your kind of favorite or or least favorite uh, movies about a musician and or band? Um, I'll start with a deep cut. Uh, the Polka King on Netflix. I have, have you guys heard seen this? this? I've never heard of this. Oh my God. Enlighten us. I think you guys would love it. It's starring Jack Black as uh, a Polish band leader um, <laughs> who he like, I don't even know. It's one of those movies where there's like not a super strong plot, um, but just watching Jack Black talk with a Polish accent and be like an insane. So it's it's based on a true story of a guy named Jan Lewan or something um, who uh, uses his like, polka band um and turns it into a ponzi scheme i think so he's like scamming people out of money but he gets like so wrapped up into it that he um like doesn't know what to do with himself because he's like a kind of a goofy polish american man um and that man is jack black so it's incredibly enjoyable i think i i I looked this up and like the first poster that came up is just incredible like it's just <laughs> yeah look at look at this yeah <laughs> it's so good wow yeah wow. just jack black holding up his finger yes <laughs> yeah. yeah it's got uh jason schwartzman mm-hmm. right uh he's really good in it too it's like a weird it's like a netflix original i think but it, i think it's kind of a hidden gem um if you're into like weird bizarre movies i think i watched it with my parents and I was just like dying laughing, and they were like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> Mark's like, "This movie is made for me." Yeah, yeah, it speaks to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm I'm sad you guys haven't seen it, but it's a good one. Yeah. <clears throat> Moving on to you, Dave. What's 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 the movie you got? Yes, yeah, so I kind of want to do a little uh, two for one, two for one here. Um, I'm going to talk about two Disney Channel original movies: um, <laughs> Camp Rock and Lemonade Mouth. Mm. I thought you were going to say Camp Rock and Cam Rock too. <laughs> <laughs> I should have. I should have done that. But, yeah, um, I think Disney definitely had a a phase of just movies about bands and being like, it's cool to be in a band and and play some music. And uh, I think, I feel like camp rock is a concept. It's like a camp where you learn how to be in a rock band or whatever that camp was. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Like, I think anyone would, like, want to go to that camp. Yeah. I feel like Camp Rock is the uh, just kind of like forgotten little cousin of High School Musical where it feels very similar. There were two of them and they're both bad. Uh, I think the first one's like fine. Um, I think there's some good songs in the first one. That was like the introduction of Demi Lovato, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 I think so. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Didn't she and Joe Jonas date? Yes. <gasps> yes, they did. I forgot like all three of the Jonas Brothers were in that movie. Yeah. That's yep. Like oh, they, wow. and they play like a band. They basically play the Jonas Brothers, but they're not the Jonas Brothers. Yeah, and yeah. like what a marketing scheme. They're just a famous band that 
for some reason has to become like counselors at this or like they had they have to attend for some reason or they run it or something Wait, they, they are a famous band in that yes okay. in the universe of this movie <laughs> they play like they are a famous band that everyone's like oh, it's them okay yeah. yeah and then uh joe jonas and demi lovato's character fall, fall in love and are they not the jonas brothers they're not or something I don't, else i don't think so i do no, not think so i don't That's think really they funny. are i i haven't seen it you haven't seen i have not well, okay. seen camp i feel Rock. like i can't be like oh my god you haven't seen camp because it's not like that good yeah. and it's not like a cult <laughs> classic no like, i think i feel like <laughs> camp rock is like amongst a certain group of people is definitely a classic but not for everybody um they play uh well joe jonas is credited as shane gray so and nick jonas is nate gray and, and kevin jonas brothers? is jason gray there we go nice. <laughs> thank you wikipedia <laughs> um but yeah it's a pretty bad movie but i have a lot of nostalgia for it i have like less nostalgia for lemon lemonade mouth but that one's very much about like we're in a band and we're cool. I remember when Lemonade Mouth came out, uh, and I was, I was pretty into it at the time. I thought it was pretty good. I remember like recording it on TV, and being like, "I gotta watch this." Oh. <laughs> um, like, cause there, uh, yeah, I was just really into Disney Channel at the time, and there were like all the ads being like, "It premieres on this date." Yeah, so I'm like, "I gotta record it." I feel like Lemonade oh. Mouth like premiered kind of around the time when I was starting to like transition out of like, yeah, Disney I agree. Channel, That's and so I like I don't remember it super well. My mom, for some reason, loves Lemonade Mouth. I don't know why. I don't even remember if I've like seen the full movie. But she's like, "Man, I love Lemonade Mouth." And I'm like, "Why? I don't know why. I don't. I don't think I ever watched this with you." But she's into it. Um, but it's uh, Bridget Mendler. I say that's the girl from uh, Good like, Luck Charlie. Good Luck Charlie. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. And uh, Haley Kiyoko, apparently. And uh, Wild. Na- Naomi Scott is also in it. Well, yeah. Did you say yeah. Kaylee Kuoko's in it? Kyoko. Ke- Haley Kyoko, not oh. Haley Kuoko. I was like, Haley Kuoko? That's uh, Penny from The Big Bang Theory, who also voices Harley Quinn in the Harley Quinn animated yeah. series. Oh, wow. Yeah, she's actually really good as a voice for Harley Quinn, too. Wow. Um, yeah, moving on to you, Mia. What what movie do you got? Goodness. Um. Well, this is a beloved, beloved movie to me, and I think, I think it was the first movie that we watched in the fall together. It's Sing Street. Yeah. I think it was the first one oh, we watched. Oh, that's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah, I forgot about yeah. that. Sing Street is incredible. I think I just watched it the first time because my sister's, I think, then boyfriend, they're now married. They didn't break up. He was like, you should watch this. You and Nikki will love this. And we were like, yeah, okay. And he was like really into it because he's also in a band. And he was like, you're going to love this. And then I was like, wow, that was really, really good. And then I didn't watch it for like years. And I think only the second time we watched it was like when we watched it together. Mm-hmm. But I've like listened to the music over and over. The and soundtrack is so good. I still listen to the soundtrack. It's so like, good. It's, yeah. Like it's, I don't know. It just has a very nostalgic feel. I mean, it's set in the 80s in, in Dublin. Um, mm-hmm. And it has just like such a great nostalgic feel to it. And the it's music, all like original songs yeah. too. So it's like a miracle that they managed to be like authentically 80s, but still like come out in 2015. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Didn't, didn't they get like some actually cool musicians to like write some of the music am i imagining that i'm not sure they might have possibly um, um i know uh during award season that year warner because this is a warner brothers film um that warner brothers like had like all of the actors and everything like put on a sing street concert on the warner whoa. brothers line, which i just think is incredible I think wow that's, hilarious. that's very, amazing. very good yeah that's 
that's it. I don't know why. It's just very sweet. Mm. And I think I do hate the ending. I really hate the ending. They like take off in a boat and it feels the vibes are just mm. off for me, I think. I think the ending I works. like the ending. Okay. Well, I, I don't. <laughs> but I love the music apart from that. Yeah. I think it's great. Yeah. And yeah, that's it. Uh, what's what's the name of the the actor that plays the older brother in this? Jack Rayner. Jack Rayner. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, he's very good, and he's gone on to do a lot of really good things since. Yeah. Um, uh, like he was in. Midsummer. I don't like Midsummer, but he's very good in Midsummer. Correct. Um, but uh, there was one movie he was in prior to this that was a big, a very large movie, uh, like a very widely known movie. Prior to uh, Sing Street, um, he was one of the he male was leads. In Macbeth. Um, I didn't realize he was That's in Macbeth. Cool. He was in Transformers: uh, Age, Age of, of Extinction. Extinction. <laughs> he he oh was my God. the the like boyfriend that was just like, oh, we have like you guys. I forgot about. Uh, that. There's the bit where they're like, he's dating the daughter, and they're like, oh, it's legal because of this Romeo and Juliet clause, and he's like, got it in his wallet. Yeah, that's Jack Rayner. Is that? I don't remember that. Yeah, it's not good. That's gross. Yeah, Transformers very... ends when Shia LaBeouf leaves. That's that's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> After the Which, second one? Third that's the one? third one. No, yeah, the third one. Mm-hmm. I haven't um, seen any of them, so I don't know. Oh, okay. They're actually the first three are good. I like that. I a think lot. the first one is good. Really? And then I think the second two. Well, I enjoy for nostalgia reasons because I was really yeah. into them as a kid. But the fourth and fifth ones are garbage. They're yeah, very, totally. very bad. Totally. Yeah. And apparently, I found out um, it's like canon that Shia LaBeouf's character dies in between the third and fourth movies i did not know that. that's like why he's not in them that's <laughs> apparently wild. that's wild that's from my roommate um so i don't know if it's true but that's what i think <laughs> which would nice. be astonishing kyle uh, what's a band <laughs> uh, i want to bring up whiplash um, yeah because whiplash is incredible uh it's yeah miles miles teller um, and it's directed by Damien Chazelle. And yeah, it's just uh, this guy. He goes to, I believe, is it Juilliard in the film? I think it's or... a fake school. Okay. Yeah. It's a it's a very well-regarded music school <laughs> in New York. Yeah. Um, and he's going to be a, a drummer, and he's in a jazz band. Um, and J.K. Simmons is the worst and the best teacher ever. Yes. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's very good. Uh, I have like this, I know for a fact, I have the soundtrack of this on vinyl um, just because nice. it's, it's so good. Um, and like most of the songs in this are like not original songs. They're just like general jazz songs, but they're still very good jazz songs. Um, and yeah, it's just an excellent movie all around. I, I think we've all four seen that. I assume you've I've seen, seen this. It. Yeah, okay. I love that movie. Um, so yeah, Whiplash is gets two thumbs up from yeah. me. Yeah. As a as a mu- musician yourself, what are your thoughts on just a movie about a guy who's just like the most into being a musician to the point that he's yeah. like obsessed with it? It's, like what are your thoughts on that? It's so cool. I I really love um the way Miles Teller, right? Mm-hmm. That's his name. Uh I love the way that he like really puts himself into the role it feels like. Um especially because as a musician, that's something I, I've never been able to like push myself to be the best, you know, like music to me is always about like having fun and like writing songs and that kind of stuff. But to like think of it as a craft and um, be someone who pushes yourself like to the pinnacle of that craft, 
I think that's such an, a cool spot for a character to be. Mm-hmm. And I think it really comes out in Whiplash. And I think, didn't he, like, do a lot of actual drumming? I think so, yeah. Lessons and things. Um, and I think that is cool as heck. That's the coolest thing an actor can do, I think. Um, but, yeah, mad respect for anyone <laughs> who can play the drums like that. Yeah. And this movie won J.K. Simmons' Oscar. Um, really? Yeah. I do. I love his character more, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Whiplash. Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, what do you got, Mark? Okay. Um, green Room. Does that count? I'm blanking on what Green Room is Isn't on the top what, of my head. Anton what? Yelchin in that? What? Is that, I thought you guys that, would lose your mind. Is that an Eli Roth movie? Or it's am I thinking of something Jeremy else? Jeremy Saulnier. A24? Movie. Patrick Stewart's in it. It's an A24 and I don't know. I've definitely heard of this. Um, but I Am I thinking of the right movie? I'm not sure. A punk I, I rock band is forced to fight for survival okay. after witnessing a murder at a neo-Nazi skinhead bar. Huh. Have you guys not seen I've this not movie? I've not seen this. I've heard of it because yeah. of Anton Yelchin, who's the main guy, I think. Okay. Because, like, yeah, he died. Yeah, he passed away. I remember that. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah he, I he, he passed away, like... Like, five years yeah, ago. Yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but I remember, like, people were like, this was his... I think this was one of his last movies, I think and so. I think, like, he was, a, he was really good in it. Yeah. yeah. Is, I remember hearing about, wait, like, Patrick Stewart in this movie. But, uh, uh, this guy. Yeah. Yeah. He died? Yeah. 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 That's sad. Yeah. But none of you have seen this movie? No. Nope. No. I I feel like I have heard of it, and I probably looked it up and was like, oh, my gosh, I'm never seeing that. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I'm a little sad now. Yeah. I think you guys would all love it, but not Mia, I guess. But <laughs> <laughs> um, It is just so intense all the way through. Like, the things they do to build suspense and, like um, – it's, it's like a horror movie, I think it said, but it's like a thriller too. Um, but more than anything, like what I love about that movie or hate is that um, with horror movies, I'm always trying to find a way out. You know, I'm trying to think like if I was in this situation, I would just do this and the problem wouldn't be solved. And that movie does an incredible job at making sure there is no way out. So you're just freaking out the entire time. Um, so yeah, like you said, it's a punk band who's like on a tour. Um, they will just play a show wherever they can to get money, you know, um, very relatable situation for any punk band, I'm sure. Um, they end up playing at this weird place, like somebody's cousin knew about or something. Uh, and, um, I can't remember exact. Oh, well, yeah, I won't spoil it for you guys, but they end up getting trapped there. Um, and they're like a liability to the um, Nazi staff. And so it just escalates from there. And hmm. um, yeah, you guys would love it. It's really good. I've heard really, really good out. things yeah. about it. Um, so cool. Yeah. Um, I guess it's my turn. Yes, so is. this is a bit of a stretch, but I think I, you, you took Whiplash from me because I was going to talk about that. <laughs> um, and the others, I'm like, I don't really want to talk about them necessarily because I don't have a lot to say. So Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Nice. <laughs> Hell yeah. I had that, go- that was. It's also on my list. Same. Um, <laughs> Dang. I kind of don't remember how much of a like band movie it is. It's like hundred like, percent a band okay, movie. Yeah. 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 Like, I would say yeah. So. Cool. I was pretty sure to me, it feels more like a video ga- comic booky video game movie. Cause that's just very much like what the fight sequences are like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's about Michael Sarah and, and he has to fight the 
how many evil X's is it? Seven evil X's. Yeah, the seven <laughs> evil X's of, what is that actress's name? Brie Larson. Um, no, no, the, no she's, one of the, uh, she's one of the X's. Yeah, it's, but, uh, um, oh, I can't well, she's, she's Mary, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Mary Elizabeth yeah. Winstead. And I remember when I first watched this movie, I knew Brie Larson was in this, and I very much thought Brie Larson was the Mary Elizabeth Winstead <laughs> character like the whole time, because they look kind of similar. Yeah. Um, and so... I was like very confused when like Brie Larson actually showed up, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Wait a second, <laughs> that's not Brie Larson." Um, but yeah, it's yeah, he has to fight um, the seven evil exes of Mary Elizabeth Winstead um, to 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 win her heart and and be with her. And yeah, he's in a band, um, and it's just like a very um, like hyper realistic, like just intense, um, like all just all the fight sequences are very like. Um, just feel like they're ripped out of a comic book and cause yeah. it's based on a comic, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it just, it's a ton of fun. It's by Edgar Wright, who is a great director. Um, and yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a good time. I uh, also want to throw out there that Scott Pilgrim versus the world is getting re-released, uh, in, I believe AMZ theaters, um, Which for it's either. like, I, I think it's for its like 10th anniversary or 15th anniversary wow. or something. Yeah. It's 10. Um, yeah. and so, yeah, it's getting that. And I think it's getting a 4k release as well. So yeah, that's cool. cool. So maybe we'll have to go check out Scott Pilgrim versus the World on the big screen. That'd be a fun be, one to be, watch. That'd be good. Yeah, I would. I would definitely enjoy that. Yeah. Hmm. Moving on to you, Mia. What do you got? Oh boy, I think this is one that I have mentioned to you before, and I don't think anyone has seen it. It's um, Netflix's 2020 Eurovision Song Contest. (laughs) (laughs) I have not seen it, but I've heard a lot about it. It also got nominated for an Oscar uh, for one of its songs. What uh, for best original song? It's Um, an insanely good song. We, Dave, you and I will listen to it on the drive to Kyle's house. Cool, because it is. It has no business being as good as it is, and it is so catchy, so, so funny. Um, The premise is that uh, Rachel McAdams and Will Ferrell are a pair, I think they're from Iceland, and they really want to be on Eurovision, which is like an actual, like, European song contest, singing contest, and... um, they're like in love with each other but they don't do anything about it all of these things are going wrong they have to like defeat this guy from russia who like his segment of the movie you're like my mind is blown like it is yes it is so so funny and i i think i was like completely sober when i watched it but being i think like a little tipsy while watching this would just like (laughs) blow your mind even more like it is so so funny um and yeah just ridiculously good so uh also it got nominated for the song husavik yes uh, an original song for the movie (laughs) it's that's this year that's coming up in like three weeks i think oscars oh yeah that's wild weird yeah, yeah. movie feels like it came out so long ago. Yeah, came I think out it last came out June. Like, yeah, last summer. Yep. Yeah, like yeah. kind of early pandemic where yeah. I remember people talking about it a lot. Yeah. So. When everyone was just like looking for something to watch yeah. and then that came out and yeah. everyone just kind of focused on that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to talk about a movie that I love, but I know you guys love less. Um, and that's Rocket Man. Uh, yeah. So Rocket Man is the biopic, uh, musical biopic uh, about Elton John from a couple of years ago. Um, it's a musical biopic because it's 100% a biopic about Elton John, but the whole movie is a, music, a movie musical uh, through and through, using many popular Elton John songs as like the driving, the driving force of the movie. And yeah, 
I just absolutely love this movie. I think Taron Edgerton's performance as Elton John is incredible. I think all of the musical numbers are a ton of fun. I just like love the energy that the movie has. It's very, very Elton John. And maybe I'm biased just because like I was constantly around like Elton John's music growing up. My parents are big Elton John fans, and as am I. Um, so I think I was probably predetermined to love this movie. <laughs> but yeah, I just really enjoy it. Uh, highly recommend it. I know you guys. I talked it up a lot, and then you guys both saw it, and you're like, yeah, that was fine. Um, and I'm like, well, okay. But it was one of my favorite movies of 2019, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think it came out that summer. Um, and yeah, so I really enjoy it. Mark, have you seen Rocket Man? I have. It was on my list because nice. I love it too. Yes. So we're tied now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shoot. Good. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's it's such an amazing movie. I too was kind of raised with Elton John, but I never really like knew. <laughs> He's your brother. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I was raised with him, but I never really knew him. So it was great to hear his story, you know, which was so similar to mine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but no, the uh, the the scene where everybody starts floating. Yeah. I can't remember what song is playing. Uh, I think it's Crocodile Rock. Okay, that's what I, I, I thought too, but it sounded weird when I thought about it. Um, that scene is just gives me goosebumps every time. I I think it's so so cool and so visually such a good like visual metaphor for a feeling of music. Yeah, um, I agree, and I think uh, like the two other like standout musical moments for that uh, in that movie for me. Uh, or Tiny Dancer when he when he's at the party and he's just like walking around and he kind of feels alone. Yeah. Um, and then Goodbye Yellow Brick Road at the end where he's like singing it with Bernie. Um, by the way, I don't. Why am I blanking on that actor's name that plays Bernie Toppin? I don't. Um, he's know. he played the thing in the 2015 Fantastic <laughs> Four. Uh, um, Jamie Bell. Jamie Bell. Yeah, Jamie <gasps> Bell is fantastic. He's, in this movie. He and Tom Holland for talking about people who look oh. like ridiculous yeah. also Richard Madden is in this movie he plays uh, like one of the one of the producers yeah. um, and he has a great uh, duet with with Elton John where they sing I believe it's Honky Cat um, and yeah I, I'm also just a massive Richard Madden fan um, so I think he was great in the movie and yeah I just love Rocket Man it's very very good um, check it out I think it's pretty solid I didn't <laughs> love it it's it simply okay. okay. Yeah, thought it was fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're both wrong. I didn't dislike it really at all, but I was just like, yeah, it's good. Yeah. I also, I feel like a huge part of the nostalgia is like growing up with it, and I did not grow up really listening to Elton John, so. I mean, I, I feel like, like that would make did. a difference. I like kind of did. Like, it, I feel like it wasn't like a top artist that like my parents listened to, but like they love Elton John, like I yeah. feel like most people. So, that's like, that's kind of where I'm at too. Yeah, I like I love Elton John I think he's great but I was just like he's gonna he's gonna be at the Pinnacle Bank Arena this summer for his farewell tour and like I wanna go so bad but tickets are so expensive I'd imagine now yeah and I'm like and like I feel like like obviously he's Elton John so like you see him for that but also I feel like Elton John's he's getting old so his performances like aren't great anymore yeah that's true Um, he can't quite hit a lot of those high notes he just kind of drops everything down a few registers um, yeah. But also, I feel like it'd just be good to see it because he's Elton John. Yeah, um, I don't know. We'll and see. also because he's old, you probably don't have much time to yeah. see. Yeah, and the, like this is his farewell tour. Yeah, so, like I well, think he's that's retiring, true. Yeah, so <laughs> you literally have one yeah. chance. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Do we want to do a like a just kind of a lightning round type thing? Sure, we can do that. Um, just to kind of wrap up. How do we want? How do we want to do that? 
Do we just each want to go through whatever else we have on our list? Sure. Or... Oh, that's yeah. a good idea. Uh, we'll start with you, Mark. Just finish out your list. Okay. Um, first, a goofy movie. Power line <laughs> in it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that it is, counts. I'm going to say That is such it. a good choice. <laughs> <laughs> also, just incredibly heart-wrenching. I bawled my eyes out the last time I watched it, and I was not expecting to. I, it's been a really long time since I've seen yeah, it. It's such a beautiful it testament like... to like a father and son relationship. Doesn't Goofy go back to college in that? Is That's that the next movie? one, That's I think. Is, yeah, is, cause he's is in that high the school. one with, where they also have like Bigfoot in it for a bit? Because they like yes. camping? Yeah. Yes. I don't uh-huh. think I've seen a Goofy movie then, because I think <gasps> I've only seen the one where... Goofy goes back to college and his son is there. I think that's the next one, but I'm okay. I'm not sure. <laughs> Damn. But yeah, great movie, great music. I feel like Powerline was like Michael Jackson or something. That yeah. cannot be confirmed. I think so. Okay. Um, if the, if not voiced by Michael Jackson, definitely like based on. Y- Michael yeah, Jackson. that's true. Yeah. Um. Uh, I have written down. Does Drake and Josh count? Is sure. there a movie? <laughs> I feel well, like- yes. Yeah. The Drake and Josh movie. That's what I'm changing my answer to. <laughs> because there's the one where, um, yeah, you know, Kyle, mm-hmm. where uh, they move or they get trapped in Hollywood, but Drake has to get on TMZ, and then Tony Hawk gives him a ride in his Corvette or whatever. It was a Dodge Viper, actually. I've never seen Drake and You're Josh done. at all. I've um, never seen Drake and Josh at all. At like, all? I've seen oh, what? A, like... From the internet, I, like, have seen it. But I don't think I've ever, like, independently Dude. watched and Drake, Drake and Josh. Drake Josh is so good. I know, yeah, yeah, definitely raised me. Um, and then under that, I said, if not, Big Time Rush. I don't know if they have a movie, but... I think they do, actually, because I think it just came on to Netflix, potentially. It keeps popping up. Yeah. Well, definitely Drake and Josh is better, but... Um, <laughs> Wayne's World, of course. Yeah. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. Great. Um Springsteen on Broadway doesn't really count because it's a live performance, but that also makes me cry every time. Do you guys like Bruce Springsteen? I'm not like a diehard Bruce Springsteen fan, but like I can appreciate some of his music. Yeah. yeah. If you Yes. I have Nebraska on vinyl. Nice. Which, uh, Dude, that's a good one. It, it is a good one. Some um, of his lyrics take after my father, but I can just sit and listen to his lyrics and just cry. My- have you seen Springsteen on Broadway? No. Okay. It's just him with a guitar on Broadway filmed. Uh, and it's like he tells stories and he like speaks Oof. from his heart and he sings his beautiful music, you know? And wow. it's, it's on Netflix. Have you really seen good. Blinded by the Light? No, but I heard that was really good. I, was like, I haven't seen it either, but okay. I've, I've also heard it's very good. So I was going to say, if you haven't, I would <gasps> recommend checking that yeah, out. Yeah. I've uh, been meaning to watch that. Yeah. I thought when... Uh, I first saw Sing Street. I thought that that was Blinded by the Light. Like, I got those mixed up because oh. it's like... Oh, very yeah, similar, yeah, I yeah. think. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Cool. Next, um, I have two more. Uh, the Pick of Destiny. Have you guys seen this? Not no. heard of it. I hate to be on a Jack Black <laughs> run, <laughs> Never. but Tenacious D. Do you guys know Tenacious yeah. D, Jack yes. Black's band? It's the movie they made in, like the early 2000s or so, kind of that era. Um, And it's just all the insanity of Jack Black singing like heavy metal rock ballads, but funneled into a visual medium. So it's just as insane as their music. Um, But it's like a musical too. So I don't know. I 
think you guys would all love it, even you, Mia. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Thank you. Um, it's really funny. They There's, like, a, an elusive ancient pick that, like, all the great guitarists of all time have used. And they, they go on this giant journey trying to find the pick. And they end up, like, having a, a battle with the devil himself, like a guitar <laughs> battle. Um, and then they, like, lose the pick. It's great. You guys yeah, should watch it. Nice. And then my last one, it's a musician, not a band, pop star, never stop, never stopping or whatever it is. Yes, pop star, never stop, never stopping. Yeah. God, I love that movie. It's it's a movie. Uh, <laughs> it's The first time I saw it, I hated it. Really? I was like, I think what a lot is of people this? have that. But then I, I thought about it. And it's like aged really well, <laughs> just because like it's it's an it's an Andy Samberg comedy. Yeah, uh, it's definitely it's uh, what's what's the name of his like comedy? Lonely Island. Lonely yeah. Island. It's a, it's a Lonely Island movie. Um, and yeah, I, I didn't mean to like no, step you're in, good. But Go yeah, for it because it was also on my nice. list. Um, and yeah, it's just Andy Samberg being a pop star and just like all of the shenanigans that come out of that. <laughs> and it's it's a wild movie yeah but yeah it's it's pretty fun it's along the lines of like hot rod if you've seen hot rod yeah definitely yeah, but yeah um yeah super hilarious i'm a big andy samberg fan and i think he really thrives in the weird like almost impression kind of thing and i feel like he's like almost doing an impression of like so many different pop stars and it's just so funny yeah. so many weird things happen. have you seen palm springs this isn't a yes okay i love that movie yes, too. i do too it was one of my favorite movies of last year i know I, um, I read that and i i remember reading it and i was like i understand honestly yeah i was gonna say if you hadn't you should check it out yeah since you have never mind big andy samberg guy i actually i was quarantined because i thought i had covid a while back and so i just watched every andy samberg movie i could find. Nice. <laughs> it sounds like a delightful movie. it was so great yeah Cool. I Lightning round. honestly don't have like a ton more because I think most of them have already been talked about. Real quick, mm-hmm. um, I thought this was a thing, but it's, so I looked it up to make sure it was true, and it is. Elton John has a street named after him in Sioux Falls, my hometown. Wow. That's cool. Um, when he came and performed, they named like the street outside of like the Performing Arts Center. They <laughs> named it Rocket Man Road. Why would they Are not name? Kidding? I mean, I suppose if they named it Yellow Brick Road, it'd be more, uh, oh, yeah. more uh, Wizard, Wizard of Oz, Oz. Yeah, but. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Very exciting. Wow. Um, but the only other two I have are two movies I haven't seen. But <laughs> I think we—I'm sure you guys. I think I know for a fact that you guys probably have seen one or both of them. Uh, School of Rock. I've never yes. seen School. Of oh, Rock. I haven't seen School of Rock. Jack no. Black again. Yes. Yes, Jack Black again. <laughs> School of I've Rock. I've never is very, seen School of Rock. It's very good. Yeah, that is very good as yeah. well. I've seen the musical, but <laughs> I have not seen the movie. So. Um, and also Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes. I haven't seen that. Bohemian Rhapsody, it's, it's pretty good. It's not like, it didn't deserve to be nominated for Best Picture. Um, mm-hmm. And it, I think it's debatable if Rami Malek should have gotten that, that the Oscar. I I lean towards yes, oh, but wow. also, like, I don't think he should have ran away with it like he did. Um, but yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's all the movies that I have seen. That's all of the movies. That's all the movies. <laughs> What about you, Mia? What's the rest on your list? Well, I too also had a, that's redundant. I did not have a very long list. So I wanted to talk about Nowhere Boy, which is a John Lennon movie um, Mm. from 2009, which is crazy that it's that old. You said it was Nowhere Boy? Correct. Um, It's with Aaron Taylor Johnson. Does he play John Lennon? He does. Whoa. I did not know that. That's wild. 
it's not that good a movie oh. i'll be honest <laughs> i really liked it the first time i watched it because i was like wow he's very attractive and he is but it's not a very good movie um it's also directed by his future wife who's like 20 years Aww. older than him um it's Tw- wait <laughs> 20 years older than him i don't know why i had to mention that <laughs> i feel like he's very young in this though um, I mean, he's playing basically a teenage John Lennon, like growing up, um, and it's like from the very inception of of the Beatles. Um, uh, that's cool. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. Got some good music in it. Um, I think he actually actually sings. Like it's not like voiceover or anything like that. Um, that's cool. Yeah, it's it's solid. Yeah. I guess that's that's all I have to say. Nice. <laughs> you got anything else on your list? Not really. I think Mark really just like knocked it out of the park. So <laughs> this, this, Mark. this is why we brought you on. You are the 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 music man. Yeah, so. this is true. This is true. Yeah, <laughs> I had to make the most of my one chance. Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, I actually have a fair amount left on my list. Oh great. So, oh, cool. Well, uh, well, we got the music man and the movie. Yeah. Man, so. <laughs> yeah. It's only fair. Uh, one, I'm surprised neither of you mentioned is La La Land. Um, because that's, I feel like that's just like Ryan, Ryan Reynolds, uh, not Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Gosling <laughs> is a, is a pretty oh music God. boy in that movie. This is true. He's, he's pretty into pretty into jazz. It's I also the same director as Whiplash. Yeah, yeah. So it it's funny out. that you mixed up Ryan Reynolds and Ryan Gosling because I do that on purpose every time I say either <laughs> of their names. <laughs> just because I I did it once on accident, but then I was like, they're the same person. They're there. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I actually had a, a kind of similar running gag with a uh, friend group where it's Leonardo DiCaprio and Leonardo da Vinci. <laughs> yeah. Um, nice. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, also, Sing Street is pretty good. Not Sing Street. Pitch Perfect. But they're oh. right next to each other on the list. And so I just <laughs> Sing Street, one. also pretty good. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah Pitch Perfect is pretty good. Uh, There's a movie called Yellow Rose, which came out last year. Um, that's about... Um, it's about like a... Uh, uh, like a Mexican woman who like she's like she's a teenager but she uh, is basically like the whole movie she's like on the run from like ice and she's living in Texas um, but she's like finding uh, like an emotional out through playing country music um, and I, I reviewed this movie last semester, okay. so you probably read my review. Yeah, when that vaguely. Happened, but like, it was in like September, so it was a while back. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's really good. Um, highly recommend it. Not very many people saw it, but yeah, you should check it out. Um, then there's Baby Driver. It's not an inherently music oh. movie, but it flowed like its entire like the heartbeat of that movie is the music. Well, he also um, does whatever. Yeah, the he like card cassette. Yeah, he like kind of makes his own music and is just always listening to music. Yeah. So I decided I'll to count it. it. Mia oh, doesn't wow. like that movie, which is very upsetting. Yeah. Why not? Okay, you kind of threw me under the bus. It's not that I don't <laughs> yes. like it. It's that yes. I think it's a worse version of Drive, and they came out in very similar times. Uh, Baby Driver came out like three years after Drive. Similar. In the grand scheme of the history of the world, that's pretty close together. Okay, but in the grand scheme of the last decade. That's still what? pretty I feel close. Like Drive is like way more like introspective and like I feel like they're very different. Movies. Yeah, Baby Driver came out six years after Drive. <laughs> six years. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> In my lifeline lifetime, that's still pretty close together. I think. Not really at that's all. That's like fair. almost a third of. That's like a, a quarter of your life difference. Well, I am young, so <laughs> in. It's like when I get older, it'll be much it'll, closer. It'll take more sense when I get like fifty years old. I don't know. I just don't. I didn't think it was that great, and it's also Kevin Spacey, and 
I also don't really like Ansel Elgort. And he's a bad dude now, too. Yeah. yeah. So it's hard to rewatch because of both of them. Yeah. Precisely. And yeah, I think but Drive. It's, so, it's very good. It's so good. But yeah. Gets better and better in my mind. Drive is an okay movie. I also about a really man love Ryan Gosling. So I think that that's Ryan part Reynolds. of it. Yeah. And Ryan I, Reynolds. I love Ryan Reynolds. He's great in that movie. <laughs> he is yeah. He's great in that movie. Uh, His also, jacket, too. It's a great jacket. <laughs> yeah. His gloves. Yeah. Also, want to throw out Coco, a uh, Pixar movie from two oh, years ago. Definitely. Coco, yeah, it's very good. That um, one will make me cry, too. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I, I feel like every Pixar movie. Yeah, yeah honestly. It's what they do. Soul. Yeah. Yeah, Soul. Um, then uh, High School Musical. Uh, I feel like that's... <laughs> the musical, ex- the series? Be- yeah, yes. <laughs> um, I'm just throwing it out there because music. Uh, they but- are trying, well... There, there. I guess some of them are trying to be musicians. There's uh, Martha who wants to wait. No, there's uh, the one guy who wants to play the cello. Yes. So it's about that guy. Yes. <laughs> um, there's also the movie Yesterday, um, oh, which yeah. I'm not yeah. a big fan of the movie Yesterday. I thought it was kind of it didn't live up to like the potential of its story, but it's still an interesting concept, mm-hmm. and there's some really good moments in that. Um, and then I think that's it actually. I had one that I forgot to talk about. It's called Begin Again. So with Keira Knightley, Mark Ruffalo, Adam uh, Levine. I feel like I've heard of this. It's very good, and the music in it is very good. Um, I don't remember what the like big song from it is, but it's like by um, Adam Levine, and it's yeah, it's solid. I don't remember the premise much. I know that they have to. They're like just going around in New York and recording music in really funky places, like on top of a house or a, an apartment or something. It's funky. Um, and ha- it's fun. I have one more as well. It's a movie that I haven't seen, but it's a movie that I know as soon as I watch it, it's probably going to become one of my favorite movies. I just haven't watched it yet. Uh, and that's Inside Lewin Davis. Um, <gasps> oh, yeah. I haven't seen that either. We need yet. to watch this together immediately. Yeah. Okay. It's so good. Yeah. I've, he- I've heard it's like, yeah. I'm, I'm very excited to watch it sometime, but I just oh. haven't yet. It's good. It'll yeah. make you cry. Also, Oscar Isaac is... And Adam Driver is in it, maybe? Correct. Yeah. And Justin Timberlake and John Goodman and Carey Mulligan. It's a lot of oh people. Oh, my God. And... I've never heard of this. Mia? It is a song. It, it is a song. It is a song. It's about Oscar Isaac's character who he was in a songwriting duo or a singer-songwriter duo. One of them died. I don't remember how. That's not like a spoiler. Like, yeah. that's established. Um and he's just like be- dealing with like depression, basically. That's probably why I like it so much. And like trying to figure out like what do I do now that I don't have my partner, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like hopping around from apartment to apartment in New York, trying to. I think he like sings with Adam Driver's <clears throat> band, and I think Justin Timberlake is also like there. It's. Oh, it's heartbreaking. It's very bleak and like cold and like will make you cry and cry. Yeah. Yeah. It's directed by the Coen brothers. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the like Google description for this movie is in 1961, New York, uh, oh. folk singer is at a uh, folk singer. Lewin Davis played by Oscar Isaac is at a crossroads guitar in hand. He struggles against seemingly insurmountable obstacles to make a name for himself in the music world. The so far success remains elusive, relying on the kindness of both friends and strangers. Lewin embarks on an odyssey that takes him on the streets from the streets of Greenwich Village uh, to Chicago Club, where he awaits a music mogul who could give him the big break that he desperately needs. So, yeah. Cool. It's very, very pretty. That sounds really yeah. cool. Yeah. 
and I think Os- like Oscar's incredible in it. I feel like that was one of the I I watched it before really knowing who he was, and I was like, wow, that's yeah, good. It came out in like 2013, which is like before Oscar Isaac like was Oscar Isaac. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So unless anyone else has got any final thoughts, we'll probably start wrapping things up. I have one more music movie. It's called Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> It's the best one. Okay, do you think that the version that's on Disney Plus, would you consider that a movie? Hit pause. We need to start a new podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This is a debate we have had on this podcast, and we all firmly believe. Well, like we all... We we no, disagree. You two we disagree, but we're very like staunchly in our disagreements. Yes. Um I I think no. I don't I don't think no, it's not Yay, a movie. Mia loses. Yes. <laughs> it's three to one now. It's well, ouch. Yeah. No, I'm I'm thinking about it. I'm forming my opinion. I think part of the reason it's so amazing is that you can picture it being done live. It's happening live. That's what they're doing valid. is like pre-recorded. They go out and they they do that every night, you know, mm-hmm. and par- that's part of the value. Part of what makes it so cool is that it's happening in this prescribed box, yeah, yeah. you know, and I, I think that makes it not a movie. Yeah. Okay. More of a documentary, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's fair. Good. You're right. Hey, Mark, you did it. <laughs> yeah, I did it. Yeah. yeah. All right, so this has been episode 47 of Cinebraskans, the daily Nebraskan entertainment podcast. As always, I've been your host, Kyle Cruz, joined by my co-host, David Berman, as well as Mia Everding and Mark Champion. And yeah, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for coming on, Mark. We thanks for having, having me. Man. This was so yeah, much fun. It was a good time. Honestly, yeah. yeah. Cinebraskans for life. Yay. <laughs> Should we do the clap thing? End of podcast. <laughs> <laughs>